across the UK, online and on DAB. We are Talk. Talk Radio. Give it some lip. Talk Radio. James, stop talking because I'm on the air now. And what you were saying was, it may be true, but it was actually libelous. Oh, thank God he's gone. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. If you get in trouble, bring it home to me. Whether I am near you or across the sea, I will think of something to do. I'll be on the lookout for you and I'll find you. You can count on me. And don't you let them get you. They all desert you And you start to bend You know I won't let them hurt you And I don't pretend Don't call if you got nothing to say Don't call me if you just want to play But call me on Devil's Day You can count on me Davis Jr. strutting around the studio with a massive boner because he's singing the lyrics to the Hawaii Five-0 theme. Cock of the studio. Whoa! Sammy Davis Jr. singing lyrics to the Hawaii Five-0 theme tune. Imagine that! Imagine the power he must have felt in his loins, knowing that he was that he was going to sing brand new lyrics to what has got to be, got to be, dear listener, the greatest theme tune of all time. Just think for a second, right, and try and imagine a better theme tune than the Hawaii Five-O theme tune. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. Because there isn't one. It's powerful. It's thrusting. It's manly. I can't even remember seeing a woman in Hawaii Five-O. Maybe a hot Hawaiian chick on the beach once or twice. Um, And instantly, it conjures up images of men... 
pounding away in the sea on that boat, on that strange, like, slave ship. You know, the kind of... You know, that kind of thing. And Jack Lord stood on a balcony and turning round. The greatest theme tune for a TV show. Let's not, let's not drag movies into the mix. It, 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 we'd muddy the waters... Um, if we were to uh, include um, movies. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking strictly television, and Catherine, I'd love a glass of cold, cool water, please, because it's going to be one of those nights. Um, imagine Sammy Davis Jr. strutting around the studio with a glass of scotch in one hand, a cigar in the other, and two women about twice the size of him, either side. And the producer goes, Mr. Davis... Now, when it's a junior, do you say... Would you say Mr. Davis Jr.? You, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume you would. Mr. Davis Jr., it's time for you to cut your vocal. Oh, OK. He knocks back the whiskey. He kisses both the women um, on the cheeks. And he strides up to the microphone and nails it. Boom! And the producer says, that was great, Mr. Davis Jr. Can we go for one more? And he goes, no, you've got it. That was it. I ain't doing no more. It's time to party. And then he goes back to um, the the Sands Hotel in Las Vegas with the two chicks. And they just spend all day at it. Wow. That's that's, um, show business, dear listeners. That, for me, is what show business... That! Little made-up scenario is the reason I got into show business. Even though I've only just thought of it, that's the reason. Thank you, Edward. That's the reason I got into show business, was to be like Sammy Davis Jr. in a made-up scenario that I just concocted. Good evening, dear listener. Ian Lee. Talk radio. Um... A phone-in show, unlike any other phone-in show, in that you can call in about anything you want. Oh, I bet the other places are doing ban the burka. Ban the burka, ban the burka. Bet they're all doing ban the burka, which is fine. You know, it's fine if that's what you want to do. But what is there to say? Do you think we should ban the burka? Someone phones up, yes. Next person phones up, no. Next person phones up, well... I don't like the burqa. I think it's um, the product of a sexist, um, patriarchal religion and cultural norms that demean women in an attempt to take away not only their identity, but also everything that makes them unique and special i'd interrupt and go well that is identity they go yeah you're right i just thought i had a second thing to say and i didn't go that's fine carry on but i don't think this is the person making the point not me you don't know what my views are on it i don't think we should ban it i think it, it once we start telling women what they can and can't wear that way madness lies. Boom. And that's and that's your phone in. Now imagine that. 
but for three hours. Three solid hours of that, of yes, no, maybe. Yes, no, maybe. Imagine it! If you want that, get your radio, put it on FM if you're in London, go to 97.3, or if you've got the DIB, DAB, go to BBC London, right? Because that's what you'll be getting, guys. You'll be getting three solid hours of that. Or, if it's not that, it'll be about a red, white and blue Brexit. What? Phone in last night on the way home. What do you think uh, Theresa May means by uh, red, white and blue Brexit? Don't mean nothing. It doesn't mean anything, you pudding. It means she ain't got a flipping clue what she's talking about. That's what it means. Imagine three hours of burka Brexit bullshine. Because that's what all the other radio stations are offering you right now, guys. Right now. If you want it, it's out there. BBC London... LBC, Five Live. There you three. There's the holy trinity of dull. The holy trinity of boredom. The holy trinity of giving people the same old crap time after time after time. It's boring. It's ridiculous. So this show is nothing like that. You can call in about those things if you want. But you better have something damn good to say about it, right? This show, you can call in about anything you want. Maybe something's happened to you today. Maybe there's a story in your local newspaper that we should be talking about. Maybe you just want to show off because your six-year-old kid came home with a sticker. Well, you can. Oh, three. Oh, phone number coming. Are you ready? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one. Thousand is the telephone number. Maybe you had a nervous breakdown at the weekend. You phone in and tell me about that. Thank you, Ed. No worries. I work with nice people. I work with Ed, who is nice. I work with Catherine, who is nice, who's a little bit flighty sometimes. We was we we all thought we had Peter Tatchell on today, and I was very very excited. And I've watched loads of Peter Tatchell videos, and then just before the show, Catherine, oh, it's next week. Doesn't matter. Because it does mean I've spent a brilliant hour watching loads of Peter Tatchell videos. There are worse ways you could spend an evening. Trust me. The bloke's an absolute legend. And um, we have decided, Catherine and I have decided, in an attempt to get away from all the negativity of the radio and to make this show celebratory, we're going to celebrate people like Peter Tatchell. Because he is an absolute legend. You're a bit bored, right? Go on YouTube, type in Peter Tatchell Mugabe. 
where Peter Tatchell attempts to put Mugabe under a citizen's arrest. Oh, it's like, um, it's like the best episode of Banzai or Balls of Steel you've never seen. Imagine an episode of Banzai where Mr Shaky Hands has to go up to Mugabe and shake his hand for as long as he can. It's like that, but better. Or if you're feeling bored, type in Peter Tatchell, Moscow. Where he goes to Moscow to join a peaceful protest um, about people wanting to have a gay rights march. And he's just stood there talking to the press. Someone pours water on him. That's not nice. Then he stood there talking to the press. And out of nowhere comes this massive Russian fist and smacks him in the face. And then guess what happens? Peter Tatchell gets arrested. It's incredible. I've had the privilege of meeting Peter Tatchell twice, I think. Once was 14 years ago when I was doing a programme called The 11 O'Clock Show on television. And um, there were calls that our show was homophobic. I don't, it wasn't, but we used language that was perhaps inappropriate. Yeah. Um, and I was really keen to speak to Peter Tatchell to get his view on what we were doing. right? And... Um, the producers were bricking themselves. They were worried he was going to use our rubbish little show as an opportunity to make a protest. They were worried he was going to handcuff himself to the set or pour paint over us or whatever. And he didn't. He came out and was the most charming, delightful man. Now, I was slightly distracted during the Peter Tatchell interview because several hours before, I'd received my first ever Death threat. Yeah. I was in my um, dressing room at London Studios and I had a phone call uh, and I answered it and it was someone telling me they were going to kill me. That was a little bit scary and I found it a little bit distracting. Um, Then I met Peter Tatchell a few months ago on Sam Delaney's programme he does for Russia Today. And I spoke to him very briefly, um, but I just I, I thanked him for all of the work that he does and has done and continues to do. There are so many videos on YouTube of him confronting bullies, Mugabe, Nick Griffin, remember her, all kinds of people, and he's a legend. An absolute legend. And then you get some idiots, who he's been very, very gracious about. Um, What is it? No platforming him because they claim he's a racist. A racist? And he's anti-trans people. Well, he's not. He just said that people like Jermaine Greer, who have perhaps not been as pro-trans as society, as some people would like, should have the freedom to say what they say. doesn't make him anti-trans. But some <laughs> some little oiks at some two-bit college uh, then got all arsy with him. The man 
is a legend. He's even more of a legend because um, on Twitter, I, I was saying he was coming on. And then I just said, oh, sorry, Peter, it's next week. And he went, yeah, I did wonder why the um, change in uh, <laughs> why the change in date. <sighs> He'll be on next week. Where does that leave us? It leaves us hosting a late night radio show, unlike any other late night radio show in that you can call in if you want. Sherlock, Mark, Patrick, Kyle, I can see you there. Um, One thing I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. Yeah. I've upped my game the last couple of weeks, right? And I know that Kath and Ed have upped their game the last couple of weeks. We've all upped, we have all upped our game the last couple of weeks. Here's the thing. I think you as callers need to start up in your game a, a, a little bit. Do you know what I'm saying? Just you, you, you need to up your game a little bit. You, yes, you can call in about anything you want, okay? Anything you want. Just up your game a little bit. So all I'm going to say, I'm going to leave that with you guys. I'm going to leave that with you. And maybe I'm going to start being a little bit firmer. I got some people got in touch. I cut some bloke off. Was it Joe? I cut off the other day. Just he came on with an attitude. And I didn't fancy talking to someone with an attitude. So he went. Now we're celebratory and we embrace and we love and all of that stuff. But if I'm detecting, you know, um, just like meanness or rudeness and I don't fancy talking to meanness or rudeness, you're gone. Simple, simple as. Yeah. Yeah. You want to play? Yeah. You want to play a grown ups game? Well, here we go. We've had a kindergarten's closed down, and we're jumping straight to, to the workplace. Oh three. With that in mind, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give me a call, this is Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Evening, Mark. Uh, hi, Ian. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. I'm all right, but I'm, I'm bunged up, OK? I'm quite bunged up in my nose. I don't think I've got a cold. I've just, the last month or so, I've been a bit, I don't know, a little bit something. Have and you I'm... just tried hacking it up, like really going wow. for it? Wow, that is... No... It, it, just my nose just feels a little bit, I, I, I just feel a little bit like this. And I've, I've started using, you know, the Vic Sinex, the squeezy stuff. Yeah. And I'm always loath to use that because here's the thing, right? Vic Sinex is like Carmex in that it's addictive. Once you start using it, you keep, I can get through like three bottles of Vic Sinex over a period of three weeks. And it says in the thing, only used for three or four days. If symptoms yeah. persist, seek medical advice. But because I'm using it to help me breathe, it, it, it's self-fulfilling. And, and, and what I have to do is then not buy anymore. And after about five days, my nose clears up. So I'm trying to avoid the Vic Sinex apart from like one, one sniff before I go to bed so I can fall asleep. I think what you're wary of is that. Is that gap between being blocked up and coming off of the the, the Sinex and not being able to breathe yes. and then being able to breathe again? You know, you, what you don't want is a period of say twenty four hours when you can't breathe. Yeah, because yeah. that that would be pretty. Lethal. That would be pretty pretty lethal. How, how are you doing, Mark? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Um, I kind of called in because the, the other day you, you very briefly mentioned uh, cemetery etiquette yes. about not stepping on graves and things like that. Yeah. 
And um, I was at the cemetery the other day, and um, sometimes I just sort of you know chat to to my dad when I'm when I'm there. But there are people quite nearby, and you don't want them overhearing what you're saying because you know it's a, it's a private conversation. Yeah. But my dad was quite hard of hearing when he passed away. Right. So I'm wondering. Do you think they have the hearing they have when they die? That is a good question. Or or are they like the perfect, you know, individual they were, you know, in their prime? I, well, uh, this is, that's an excellent question. How old was your dad when he passed? Uh, 73. So, yeah, so you do wonder, because imagine, right, imagine that a couple get married in their 20s and then yeah. sadly she dies at 25 and he doesn't marry again right but he lives for another 50 years yeah. so he dies at 75 and then they go to heaven and he turns up he's, as a wizened old man yeah and she's like still she's still hot and stuff and yeah. and she's and he's like old would they find that Attractive. They, or... They, they? You know, they, they signed up to it when they yeah. married, and you know, it's in the terms and conditions. Or, or, he, what happens if he marries again, right? Ooh, and then yeah. she dies, and he marries again, and she dies, and then he goes up to heaven, and there are three wives of yeah. different ages waiting for him. Where, where would he go? Do, do you think just the most godly one gets in? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe the first one. There has to be a system, isn't there? There's got to be. There's got to be some kind of system for people going into heaven. Um, yeah. But I would. Um, I su- I suspect Mark that his hearing would be absolutely perfect. Well, that's, that's good because he can hear you with a whisper. Well, that 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 makes me feel better because I do, I do tend to to whisper a little, but then I think, oh, he's just sitting there getting frustrated trying to hear me. <laughs> Will you speak up, son? Yeah, well, exactly, but, you know, and then, do, I feel, then I feel bad. Do people still get buried? Because I thought the ground was all full up. Well, I think if you if you plan ahead enough, you, you can get a slot. Like, my mum's already allocated the slot next to him. She, she the, the, gr- the gravestone is there with her name on, just without a date. So she, she's already got it all sort of sorted out. So, but it feels a bit presumptuous. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know. What you mean. I mean, I'm um, cremation for me. I think is the way is the way to go. Yeah, I, th- I think I'd like to be sh- maybe shot into space in a rocket, something like that. Although, when you um, when you uh, go to a, a, a cremation and you then come out afterwards, that plume of smoke coming out the chimney, oh, flipping heck. Yeah, we, and I don't know if you've ever been to one when it rains, but you, you do get the feeling that it's, it's coming back down at you. Na- Nana's raining on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man alive. Well, I, I hope that um, um, I hope that makes things easier for you, Mark. Yeah, I, 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 I feel less guilty about sort of uh, whispering and not being trying to avoid being overheard by other people. So, that, yeah, I think, I think that's good. Nice one. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate you calling in. Patrick! Good evening. Good evening, Patrick. Blimey, that was um, that was a conversation. Um, um, dead people, um, prettiest dead wife. Um, huh? I would definitely go for the pretty one, though, wouldn't you? Well, could you not work out a deal where you get them all at once? Uh, it was such a massive conundrum. I, 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 to be fair, I only rang up to say hello. 
And then oh. Mark came in with his dad, who's hard of hearing, and then what had happened, and the cremated, and then the pretty wife, and, and then the rain. And uh, to be fair, it's sort of like, you know, it, it, I think it's quite difficult to deal with, if I'm honest with you. Can I just say, there's someone on, um, there's a brilliant page on uh, Facebook, Patrick, called the um, Talk Radio Listeners page. And it's set up by a bloke called Lee, right? And uh, every night, uh, he goes on and he starts a little thread for this show and people go on and chat about it. And some pe- Most people are nice and some people are a little bit rude and all of that. No need. No, like this, it, you know, it's a Facebook page and it's brilliant. And me and Kath were members of this Facebook page for a while and then we, we kind of thought, well, we were seeing stuff we didn't want to see, but we didn't want to... Um, we didn't want to get in the way of people saying what they want to say. And if people want to, you know, not everyone's going to enjoy the show. And that's Free fine. speech, free speech. Free speech, free speech. Um, there's there's a gentleman called Dean who's just posted a, a, a thread. Dean Nicholson. But just now. Yeah. I just want to ask a question that's been bothering that's been bothering me. I would like to know what you all think. I think James Whale will be better at 10pm and Ian Lee will be better at 7pm. And he's, well, he, here we go, Patrick. He's got good reason right. to think this. Number one, when you see Ian Lee on webcam, he looks tired. I think he means tired. And them hours would be better for him with the looks of things. Dean, if your only concern about swapping me and James is that I look tired, don't worry, buddy. I always look tired. What, Whatever time of the day or night, if, if it's literally, and that's all you've posted there. So I'm guessing you are literally concerned about my health. Um, which is not in question, and um, and my my sleep lack of or otherwise. So let me let me put your mind at ease, Dean. I am always tired. I would not feel less less tired if I was on at seven. James Whale is the perfect warm up act for me. He does a pretty good job. I mean, he's a little bit old fashioned, but he's he's. I, I remember him from the eighties, so it, it, it's good that he's got some work. So, Dean, thank you. If, no, if thank I may, you. yes, if I may. If I may interject there. You may, sir. Um, having met you oh. as such four years ago Uh-oh. at Three Counties, no, not met you physically, um, no, Radio Three Counties on the early show. Yes. Um, then, to be fair. I was tired then, wasn't I? Yeah, I'm, I I'm not going to beat around the bush. Yeah. But, <laughs> quick question for you. Yeah. In case you've got someone waiting. No. Well, oh, yeah. great, great. Yeah, but I, I purchased the night ticket to see you and Kath for something. Oh. I don't know what it is. What? Oh. Where? It was, it's a, like a, a phone-in show that you can't phone into. Oh, you or, know, it's a live phone-in show in front of an audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one in January? Yes. Beautiful. We'll see you there. Oh, grand. Anyway, thank you. But it's... Um, it's all, it all seems very well. It's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm loving the show. Oh, thank you. Um, I love all the bits and bobs. I still can't get me head over it. Like, when you're dying, you might have three wives, and which one you got to choose? Well, we can pursue that. We'll pursue that a bit tonight, Patrick. Maybe um, we'll get um, some Christians. A Christ- what we want is a Christian, a Muslim. Oh, this is what we want. Christian, a Muslim, and a Jew. All walked into a bar. All walked into a bar. <laughs> and we also, we want a Buddhist. We want a bit of reincarnation. What, do you come back? When you when you die and come back, because that's what they think, um, uh, do, do you um, come back and marry the same woman? Or do you come back as like a tortoise or a chair? 
To be fair, I would like to be the person I was when I died. What, when you come back as reincarnation? That would be freaky. No, because I'm assuming that... If you see, if you go back, I don't like looking back. I'd rather be where I was. It's come back. Oh, okay, I'm dead, but I'm now I'm walking around. And how are you? How are you? Well, hang on. Do you want? Are you talking about being a zombie? I'm not a zombie. Because I don't know no. if any of the the main. I don't think any of the main faiths believe no, in zombies. Or, are you saying reincarnated? No, not so much. But like returned. Not reincarnated. So if, say, for instance, you died on a Monday. Yes. And you, you know. Me personally, I'm being cremated. Yeah. But so, but I'll come back as a sort of ghost person, but just be myself. But what? you've obviously died because you're ill, or you're not well, or you've been hit by a bus, you or whatever. Because you're ill, or you're not well. Yeah. Yeah, but irrespective, but you'll come back as a healthy person of that age, and you go, "Oh look, here's you know, I can see this, <laughs> I can see what's going on, and you know, there's maybe there's my dog." Or... And would you be at, like, would you be, and people would interact with you, and you'd still go to work and stuff. I didn't think past that point, See, to be fair. You don't. You, you you either talk about being a ghost or not dying. No, but it, see, if people die, yeah, then I lost someone close many, many years ago. Yeah, but and I've always wanted to see them again. Yeah, but they've never come to me as a ghost. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, are the ghosts are the real people? No one's ever tapped on my shoulder and said, "Take the left road, the right road." But uh-huh. if you, you know. But I'm hoping if I did go, yeah. then I could come back. Maybe not to say hello to people, but just to see, you know, just to see what's going on around me without me. It's like the Christmas film, what's it called? Wonderful Life, best yeah. film. Yeah. That's what I would like to be. Well, my name is Jeremy Stewart. I've been practicing my James Stewart impression. I heard it yesterday. It wasn't <laughs> brilliant. It, Patrick, listen, I've got to move on because I'm, I'm, I'm late for a break and we've, we have got a few calls. I, I, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, can we, can we get a Muslim... A Christian, a Jew. I'm not so interested in talking to Sikhs. Um, and a Buddhist, and and we'll find out. We'll find out what's what, what's going on. Can we do that? Brilliant, nice one. All right. Um, talk radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Till death us do part. Till death us do part. So once you're dead, you can go up to heaven and you can have it away with anyone you want, I think is the lesson that we've learnt from that. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. DJ Otzi. Hey, man, how's it going? It's your old friend DJ Otzi, Ian. How you doing, man? Hey, 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 come along. Ooh, ah, you didn't do it, man. How you doing? Hello? I'm good, DJ. It's been a long yeah. time. It's been a long time since we spoke together. We had a good time together a few years ago in the year 2000, man. And I'm here to talk with you on the air. The Austrian pop masters coming down with the Euro dance hits. Hey, 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 do you remember the hit that we did together? You start it off and I'll join in. Yeah, you ready? Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. 
Hey, baby. Yeah. I want to know right now if you'll be my girl. Yeah, baby. This is good stuff, baby. It is DJ Oxy. Flipping it. We've not seen each other since the year 2000. We have not seen each other for so long, man, because you've not been to Austria for so long. Why have you not come to see me in Austria? I've, I've been busy. You I've had kids, and, you know, it's been busy. How are you? What have you been up to, DJ, DJ Otzi? Oh, well, uh, that's a long story. Yeah. I, but I, out I, know that you want, I know you want to talk Brexit, okay? What? You want to talk Brexit. Well... Let's do it. Come on. Uh, what? Uh, okay, here we go. Oh, here we go, baby. He's off. It works, man. It's a new thing. I think this could make a million. What are you, what are you using over there, guys? Huh? Um, what are you using over there, guys? <laughs> What do you mean using? Like the dollar. Oh, um, we yeah, use... You know, like the dollar, man, or you... You're, we in... We're here si- over here. We're, st- we're still using the pounds. The pound sterling, DJ Oxy. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, do you want to talk about burkers? Well, what what do you think about burkers, DJ Oxy? Three, four, five... I don't. To, to be honest with you, you I don't really have an opinion on that. I think you know, but if we can use it in the euro pocket, you're going to make lots of money. We can make a lot of a um, lot of Benjamins. Out what if what we... are you using? What are you using over there, man? Where? What do you mean using? Uh, is it the dollar? No, we or just the euro. It's still the. It's it's still the pound sterling. You remember me, right? You remember me when we met in Austria together well, in Vienna? I'm I'm being honest, DJ Otzi. I I'm not sure I do remember you. Not even the song, man? It doesn't ring any bells. But it was like a remix version of the song that I put together. I know you probably think that my my Austrian accent isn't like what it used to be. Well, I travel the world with this little pop hit, man. Yeah, I did. I would. Hey. I would. I, I'm sure. I would remember DJ Otzi if I'd had a Euro pop hit with you in the year 2000. I don't think I've even been to Austria. But you know the song, right? Well, I've heard of the song, but I don't remember. You know the song. All I'm saying to you is that, you yeah. know, we we had a connection. I don't remember recording. We did have a connection. I don't remember. We had a connection. I don't, I don't think I know you. Good Well, that was awkward. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, 
You can text as well, 87222, 25 pence plus your normal sending charge. Jess in Birmingham has texted. Good night, Ian Lee. I'm at work, so I can't call in. Why don't we say, why don't we say good night? Because you'd say, at the start of a conversation, because you'd say good morning at the start of a conversation. Morning. How are you? Not good night. How are you? That, you? We don't do that. Isn't that weird? Isn't language a strange thing? Anyway. Last week my, was my best mate's dad's funeral. When they arrived at the cemetery, someone else was buried in his space on top of his dead wife. Earlier that day, they still haven't buried him. Can that... Is that real? Can that happen? I feel a little bit like the guy reading out the text about beef curtains. I... I, I, I you know... Someone is laughing hysterically. Is that real? You've heard the, you've heard the clip about the um, beef curtains. Have I played that to you? Oh, have I not played that to you? Oh, it's an absolutely stupendous um, uh, uh, bit of broadcasting. There's some people presenting a show, and um, a text comes in, and they read it, and. Well, y- y- you have a listen to this. Um, oh, hang on. We've got just had a text message here. My name is Margaret, and I have a lovely pair of thick beef curtains. Oh. No, you don't beef. make curtains out of beef. Think well, you've got and one. I'm looking for another pair for my spare room. Has anyone got a pair for sale? <laughs> thick beef curtain. Am I missing something here? Yeah. Is that for midnight snacks? Could yeah. they be buff? Could, could they be beige? Be beige? It could be beige. Could that, Margaret, uh, it could be some innuendo here that I'm not reading in, which I should understand. It could be, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Is she a butcher's wife, do you think? I have no idea. Margaret, you give us a call. You're on 080, your last three digits. Give us a call. Come on here. And I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, perhaps it's an old-fashioned design. It's the most old-fashioned design of them all. Um, I use that clip. Let me, I, let me do a little self-plug. I use that clip in my um, Ian Lee versus Radio, which came out as a very successful CD. Uh, it's come out as a digital download now so you don't get a cd and it's cheaper i don't understand that um but here's the here's the thing you get the what everything that was on the cd plus i think like about another 20 minutes of stuff that we couldn't fit on the cd and you also get recording an entire recording of another night that's kind of the same but there were loads of different bits in it as well including um we had a reunion with sheila from cock fosters for those of you who remember that uh it i think the download's like three quid what why wouldn't you want to feed my children? I mean, outrageous. Uh, you can get it uh, at gofasterstripe.com slash Ian Lee. Gofasterstripe.com slash Ian Lee. And I'll, I'll, I'll tweet that a little bit. And um, if we sell enough, then both of my children can have presents this Christmas. Um, evening, Carl. Evening, boss. You all right? I'm all right. Thank you. Well, you've done what you normally do. Oh. I was ringing. Yeah. I was ringing to uh, qu- uh, query your TV theme choice. Yeah. However, and it's your call. It's your choice. You're the boss. You know, I found the the whole death slash funeral thing more interesting. Well, you see, that's the kind of guy I am. So I'm happy to do uh, whichever one of those. You talk. Just you, talk. Just talk, Kyle. Just talk. Right. right okay. Well. The thing is yeah. about the uh, the burial. Can mean obviously my nan died. Not obviously, but my nan died last year. Yeah, and she um, had all the grave papers and everything. 
and there was only room for one more body in the family grave. Um, but and they looked and they went, "Oh, you've had you've had your four, basically." But then when they actually this sounds grim, but when they did the the checking and the digging, they said, "Oh, well, the fourth person was actually actually like a little baby." Oh. I think it, it didn't last long, and. So there was room for my nan's coffin to go in there, but then after that, the grave was sealed. Please, Dave, it was full up, full up with um, dead people. And now the cemetery's full, the main one in Rochdale, so you can't... Uh, so ba- basically, they've just built a new cemetery, so I've got to decide now whether I want to be cremated or buried, but I wouldn't be in the same place as my nan, if that makes sense. Does it, um, does it make any difference to you? What, being cremated or buried? Yeah. Uh, well, do you know what? I want to say buried. And I'm quite happy for you to rip me to shreds. But in my mind, always going back for years, I've always thought, well, what happens if you die? Yeah. But then they find a way of bringing you back. What? Which I know it sounds mental. I know it sounds mental. What? That's your reasoning? You think they might be able to reanimate skeletons? Well, yeah. You'll be a skeleton. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no! No, oh. yeah! What, do you think I should go for the cremation option? I'm not asking for your advice. It's and does it, does it matter to, to you which graveyard you're buried in? It, it's a bit weird. I would like to be in the family one. Yeah. But, you know, obviously there's no room there now. Because I sorted all that out last year, so it's a bit, hmm. So I'll be new, like, yeah, new headstone in a new cemetery and... Oh, you'll be mm. all on your own and your family will go and visit Nana and they go, should we cross over the road and visit Carl? Well, it's getting on a bit. It looks like it might rain. Yeah, we'll do it next time. Oh, I, f- I feel it empty now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and oh. they won't. They won't. They'll, they will go home. Didn't rain in the end. Um, they will go home and, um, oh, just in time for doctors. And they'll watch doctors oh. instead of visiting your grave. It's outrageous, isn't it? And yet you call these people family. If I were you, Kyle, I would take the matter into your own hands. You need to kill everybody in your right. bloodline. Oh. Would you do that well, for me, me, love? Well, it's only me and my brother, so well, well, I'll give it a go. Him first. Yeah. And then... Yeah. Yourself. Yeah. Yourself. You, you do that for me, well, love? I'll, I'll try, certainly. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. I'm happy... Really happy to help people like that. Lost, lonely, confused souls like Kyle. I am happy to help. Um, Sherlock. Oh, crikey, it's me. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Sherlock. Oh, I might be lonely. I'm not confused. Well, maybe I am somewhat. Anyway, um, I... I'm not quite sure where to go with this, because cool. when I first tuned into you, you were telling people to up the level. Yes. With regards to what they were calling in with. You callers need to... Well, not necessarily what they're calling in with, just the so quality of the calls. Caller, and I kind of want to stick with what I wanted to say. Yep. But now I, but then I have got something else which I think is more controversial, which is up in well, the levels. Controversy, so sure to to controversy doesn't necessarily mean it's good. I mean, you look at Katie Hopkins or Julia okay. Hartley Brewer, controversial, but are they any good? Eh. That's why I'm a first-time caller with you, because <laughs> I've moved... Yeah, exactly. Um, you, you're getting that, aren't you? You're getting that, you're getting that move. So, uh, shall I stick with my original stick, call? Stick, let, let's stick with the original and see where we go from okay. there, Sherlock. Go on. Okay, right. When I was younger... Yeah. 
I right, I'm 36 now. Yeah. Uh, when I and I'm literally going back to nine years just before I moved into secondary school. So was that ten years old? Yeah, nine, ten. 10? 10 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had an idea, and I put it in a box, what? and it was a story. And my teachers and my mother and my parents told me that the way to protect that was to put all my ideas in this box and send it back to myself, recorded mail. So if anybody else tried to take that idea, yeah. you would always have. Yeah, it's, a poor, it's, it's, it's known as a poor man's copyright. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, so do you, do you, and, and and I'm going to tell you what that. Can I tell you what that was? Well, well, hang on. Are you about to tell me what the idea was? Well, yeah, because it doesn't bother now. I mean, I, because it either is worth what it is because it's in a box. I know I've never opened it. Twenty years later, twenty. I, I swear to God, it's still there. Where? Where? Where is this box? Um, in my bedroom. What? In the house you're in now? Yes. Go and get it. Well, it's sealed. I know what's in it. Well, go and get it and open it. <laughs> but I know what's in it. That's the point. I can't open it. Why? <laughs> but, but is this a real... This is like Schrodinger's you know box. I wanted to say to you? No, no. Do you know what I really wanted to ask you and what I wanted to say? Yes. On other radio panels, they have... When you have legal experts... Yes. Or, so, in inverted commas. Um, so... Every time I've gone in and spoken to the producer, and as soon as they found out what my question was, they don't want to know. What, and what is your question? What? Hang on. Do you reckon that I've got something in that? Huh? Huh? Well, hang on. I, I don't know what... I, I don't know. What, what is your question? That you, that the Because the, the, it might just be because it's a boring question. Do you think I'm boring? Did, I thought that was a really good question. I hang, thought that was a really a good factoid. I, I'm, I'm letting people know if you've got an idea that you could probably post it to yourself. Well, I think everyone knows that, but I didn't say you were boring. I'm saying maybe they think, I don't know what your question is. I'm not sure I have a question. Well, that's why they don't let you on to ask a question, because you don't have one. Um, I, 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 okay, uh, do I need a question? Well, no, um, I'm going to persevere. Not for this show, but you just said that... Do when... I need a question? I thought I was ringing up to have a really good chat with you. I thought you would find that quite intriguing. What is going on? You just said that when you <laughs> yes, f- phone up legal phone-ins on other radio stations... Well, I've done it once. So when I say... I right. make it before, so I've done it once. So yeah. what was... Th- right, OK, let's do a little bit of role-play. Hello, LBC. Um, would you like to speak to the... Uh, who said it was there? Who, who said it was there? Right, OK, so you're saying it was there, OK. Right. Would, oh, you, like, hi, yeah. would you like to speak um, to Daniel Barnett? Idea. Hang on, I've hang on a minute. Um, hang on a minute. Would you like to speak to Daniel Barnett? What's your question for the legal team? Um, if you have an idea and you put it in a parcel and you post it to yourself, does that make it copyright or does it not? And then they go, we'll call you back. And then they, and then they, no, actually yeah, what bo- they do is they will put you on hold. Yeah. Because that's a really good idea. No. Is no, it- no, no, that's what they do. No, well, that is actually what they do. Well, they've only done it once. Yeah, right to the point where they keep you on hold for about half an hour, and then they go, "Oh, actually, they don't want to take your call." Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. But everyone knows the anyway, answer. That's not the. But anyway, that's not why I want to talk to you because that makes it sound like really serious and stuff, and I don't want to talk to you about. Serious but that. Stuff. But it is yeah. copyright. Do you think? Do you think there's something in it? No, there is. I know there is because I've done it. It's a poor man's copyright. 
But do you think there's anything legal in it? I've just said that. I've, just said I've got that. a shoebox that's. I know you posted it to child. yourself when you were nine. Anyway, can I get controversial then? Oh, for God's sakes. I don't know if you can, but let's try. Okay. Well, you set up the game. Well, yeah, I know. No, that, that certainly doesn't count for the last five minutes. Okay, right, here we go. Here we go. Sherlock's up I, in his game. Here we go. Controversial. Fire it. You seriously need to sit down for this one. I, I do. I present the show sitting down, so that's that. we're in a good position. Here we go, Sherlock. Let's I'll maybe stand up or straggle your, straddle your chair. So I'm, I'm not going to straggle anything, because that doesn't mean okay. anything. Straggle I, Straddle. Somebody, I went out with my... Um, Mum. Mate, a few days ago, and he yes. asked me if I was racist. And if you, I said, if you, he asked if you were what? Racist. Right, okay. And I said yes. Right. And he said why? And I told him his answer. Oh, I said, where I live, if I was walking home, and I, as I do every day, um, from work, and I was walking around the corner, yeah. and I saw three... For, for the sake of an argument, this is exactly the conversation that we had. Okay. I said three white guys standing there, yeah. as opposed to three black guys standing there, would I treat the intimidation differently? And I, and I said, absolutely, I would. I said, of course I would. Therefore, I said, I consider myself racist. Right. Because I have differentiated between colour... Um, and that's not totally racism. Not. That's pre- that's that's prejudice, which is slightly different. Do you, well, well, is it? Yes. Because I, I have a real comp- I have a real problem with myself in dealing with this. Because well, now you got now you got white 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 man's guilt. Do you want to see where I'm coming from? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I see where you're um, coming from. But um, I'm also the I'm also the first person to put my hand up and and admit it. Um, my ex partner was black so there's nothing wrong with that you know it's, 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 it's like hang on a minute hang on a minute why is is this a, a woman yeah no man man okay why why is he an ex racist um, dumped him he's black he found out he was black promiscuous promiscuous okay right. so yeah. no black people are promiscuous that's a bit racist well well i'm sure white people are as well oh okay so i thought you were saying all black. Yeah. okay right five five um, oh, no. Well, you know where I'm coming from with regards to this. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm being more honest than I should be. Right. You know, it literally is. I said, yes, I would feel more intimidated. But that's not racism. That's not racism. That's, 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 that's prejudice, which is... racism, though, hasn't it? No. Well, we're all a little bit racist. Oh, um, in in the play. Yeah. Uh, well, we, but it's true. We, we're all like, a little bit racist. racist. Of course we are. I can't think of the play was now, but that was awesome. Avenue Q. Avenue Q. Avenue um, Q. Yeah, did you see that? N- uh, no, but I interviewed the cast. Everyone's a little bit racist. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, so anyway, my idea. Would you uh, would you like to hear it? What was? I thought we just did it. No, the one that I put in a shoebox when I was a child. Oh no, no! I tell you what, you, you you just you wait there, and we'll we'll get back to you. What was that about? Jules and Alan stay there. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. For those about to talk, we salute you. 
Talk Radio. I'm giving away a golden ticket. I meant to say this at the start of the show, and I, and I forgot. A golden ticket. If you want to come in and sit uh, in on the New Year's Eve show, 0344 499 is the telephone number. Dial it now. Ian Lee, Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Take a far-out trip into the twilight zone of late-night radio with Ian Unmissable late-night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late-night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. That's right. I'm host. I've got a week off over Christmas, and then I'm hosting the New Year's Eve show, uh, Saturday, the thirty first of December, nine o'clock till uh, nine p.m. till one a.m. Um, and I am giving away uh, four free golden tickets. Um, and if you want to come, just don't you know, don't be nuts, right? Please, for God's sakes, don't be a member of ISIS. I mean, that would don't. If you're coming in here to try and get a bit of publicity and then blow us all up, honestly, it ain't worth it. We haven't got enough listeners to make it worth your while. Um, uh, you've got to be able to make your own way here and make your own way back. Remember, there probably won't be any cabs because we're going to finish at one o'clock on New Year's Day. So you know, bear that in mind. And I'm not giving anybody a lift nowhere. And once the show's finished, I'm getting in my car and I'm going home. All right. But you've got to phone up to claim the golden ticket. 0344-499-1000 is the uh, telephone number, if you want to give us a call. Um, You can call us in about any other uh, bits and pieces as well. Some of the stuff we've um, covered in the first hour, um, when you die... uh, like If your wife died at 25 and you died at 75... Uh, and you meet her in heaven, would she still be turned on by you? Um, you know, as you're an old man, or would it just be really inappropriate? Or, or suppose, I mean, supposing like your fir- like your childhood sweetheart, you were 14 and you fell in love, 13, and she was 13, right, and you're 14, and then she dies, and it's so traumatic that you can never fall in love again, right? And you you, you live the next 60 years, just dreaming about this this girl and then you die at 74 and she's still 13 Ooh, that is nasty that is nasty that is bang out of order but who's to say that love is wrong in heaven Catherine's got her hand up but it's in heaven it's different rules it's different rules maybe it's a different age of consent I don't know I, I, I don't know um, we need uh, a Christian, a Muslim and a Jew and a Buddhist as well, because it'd be nice to get the um, the reun- reincarnation vibe on that. Do you always come back as um, like, you know, end up marrying the same person? Because that would be annoying, wouldn't it? That would be annoying. I think that and I'm saying that slightly flippantly. I think there is something in um, um, reincarnation theory reincarnation theory we're talking about it as though it might be real <laughs> oh i've never heard anything more ridiculous oh yeah you die and then you come back as something else all right mate got a nice one buddha all right buds not a problem fella you go on tell you what you go off and transform into a woman again the first um 
transgender, God, Buddha, could be a woman or a man. Could be a woman, could be a man. You just can't tell with Buddhists. Does whatever they want. Technically, it's not a religion, Buddhism. Um, but why should I speak, for I know nothing. Uh, 03444991000. Let's go to Jules. Evening, Jules. Hello, mate. Hello, Jules. Um, yeah, I've been there for a while. Um, uh, just, just looking um, at the moment, it's like um, you've been like, you work for LBC and you've been around for a while, haven't you? Where, where are you looking? Um, on my TV at the moment, just um, a photo of um, a bloke who was basically God to me. It was um, Mike Allen. He used to work for LBC yeah. and Capital Radio. Yep. Did you ever work for him? No. Nope. Not at all? No. Nope. Okay. He was um he, he basically um yesterday was his um he died a year ago yesterday. Yeah. But um it was um a bad sort of time. But um um it was about um talking about your kids and that. Yeah. And what you what, what what's your language? Sorry. Uh, 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 how's this phone call going, do you reckon? Badly. What's going on? Um, sorry. What was going on? Don't you talk about um, you and Kath um, went to that um, that place for something to eat and you thought there was going to be something, like you could have um, something to smoke afterwards, but there was too much tobacco in it? Yes. You can do that with a vape. <laughs> but, um... But but it turns out that vape is vaping is bad for you now as well. No, it's not. If you watch the uh, BBC thing, um, the uh, whatever it was, it, it actually isn't. Right. What what BBC thing? The pe- um, God, I can't say it now. Cause I've had a few beers. Yeah, I, th- I suspected you might have been. Yeah, the paranormal, not paranormal, <laughs> paranormal. You know what I mean? No, no, I don't. It was um, it was probably ninety five percent less worse than used than having a normal cigarette. No, 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 that's not what I said. That's not what I said. I didn't say, um, I didn't say, vaping is as bad for you as smoking cigarettes. I said vaping is bad for you. No, it's not. See, vaping is not bad for you. No, at all. No. Well, you just said it was ninety five percent. Less dangerous than cigarettes, so that implies that there is a five percent danger. Oh, okay. When you said earlier on, um, in a, a few podcasts earlier on, yes, that you'd really like to um, to have one of these who tastes like um, licorice or whatever you want to taste like, but because you, <laughs> but because you didn't want to have it because ever. it had some uh, tobacco yes, in it. That's correct. Yeah. If you vape. Nothing like that at all. Well, you've gone from saying it's it's it, there's nothing bad about vaping at all that's bad for you to saying that, that well there's some bit you know it's not as bad as smoking. Well, you, yeah, I mean, like, what do you want to do? Well, I don't want to do anything like that that's bad for me, and vaping is bad for you. No, it's not. Well, you've just <laughs> you're, you're contradicting yourself, Jules. I'm a little bit. You but, watched you watched right, a paranormal right, program on the BBC. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. Imagine if you're going to hang on a minute. What's my name? Lee. Thanks for calling, Jules. Bye. <laughs>
I'm going to suggest that was one... You know, I, you know what I said an hour ago, right? About some of the callers need to up their game. That That, if I was in a class explaining and i was if i was in a class right explaining what a bad phone call is to phone in radio i'd play that as an example i i i didn't understand the thread i didn't even get to do um because i read a, i read a story in the newspaper 3 days ago the vaping isn't as as it, it, it does have some negative health effects i didn't even get to that point because it was all over the shop dear listener keep that in i don't mind people getting my name wrong but when it's a, a long line of just you know he dropped an f bomb Okay, that's fine. We dumped that. But it was just, this is why I don't like hanging out with drunk people anymore. Now I don't drink. I find drunk people so tedious. I mean, they're just like that. What was he trying to say? Why was he looking at a picture of Mike Allen? I never worked with Mike Allen. I'm aware of him. Um, I think uh, I didn't phone him, but I remember being with a girlfriend when he had a psychic on once and she phoned him. And the psychic went, oh, you don't like bananas? And she went, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, uh, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. Let's cleanse our palate. We need to um, recalibrate. Caddick! Here we go. This is what we want. This is a phone call full of spunk. Literally. Evening, Hello. Alan! Evening, Ian. You're ready for performance and gone someday? I am as ready as I'll ever be. And we'll stream it on Periscope. Where, where is the venue? It's in London. What's the name of the venue? So, not, so when I do my entrance, I'll say good evening, wherever, wherever the name is. The, the Mucky Pup. The Mucky Pup. Sounds like a classic boozer. <laughs> um, I'm looking for... Uh, do you know what? I've, I've not really had much time to think about um, a, a performance ring because everything has been so, so busy elsewhere. Um, but, Fat uh, burning. Sorry? Fat burning. Fat burning. Although, here's the thing. In the last 20 hours, Alan, I've undone all of the good that I've done at the gym in the last three weeks. Oh dear. Yeah, I went home yesterday feeling tired and and, and rubbish. So I bought a big bar of chocolate and, and, and I bought it thinking, oh yeah, go on, ab- abuse yourself. And then I ate that. And then I had a really crap day today. A really, really lousy day. Okay. You're probably lousy. Proper low day with stuff, right? Yeah. And so. I went home at three o'clock in the afternoon and I bought two, they're a quid, I bought two massive bars of chocolate. Two massive bars of chocolate. Were they dairy milks? Uh, one was dairy milk Oreo. Yeah. And one was, um, like, the one with salted caramel in. And I with thought... Caramel? Yeah. And I got in bed and I watched a crap film and I shoved those chocolates down my gullet um, and I felt sick. And, um... 
And I did it just because I'd had a crap day and I was punishing myself. Whereas some people might go and, you know, get pissed or take a load of drugs or cut themselves or, you know, whatever. My way of doing it was to go and eat a load of chocolate and, and punish myself and make myself fat again. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I wonder what, who would say. What, who, who would say? Me, gym instructor. Oh, well, yeah, well, you know, uh, the, the gym instructor. I booked a class in on Friday, I think. Yeah. Hey, I did this. They've got this machine, right? Everything's machines now in the gym. Yeah. And they've got this machine that's brilliant, right? And what you do is you kind of stand on it and you lean on the, you lean on this thing, right? And you set the weights and you put your feet on these sort of plates in front of you with your toes on and then your heels kind of hang over the edge. And what you do is you straighten your legs, right? Yeah. And you sort of lower yourself down and then you push up on your toes. Like you keep your legs straight, lower yourself down. And so you're, you're strengthening really specific bit of the calf muscles, the muscles at the back of your leg, right? Yeah. And it's a really good stretch. You can feel it stretching. But bloody hell, I got out of bed in the middle of the night last night to go for a pee, and I fell yeah. on the floor because my legs are completely gone. Oh, my God. Completely gone, Alan. That's not good. Yeah, I was not going to believe it. Oh, why? Um, just, just keep trying, and my legs will be better for Sunday. Thank you. Because yeah, I was thinking, uh, when I do the in- live intro on Skype, yes. uh, I'll say, coming to you live from the mucky pub in London. You've seen him on the telly, you've heard him on talk radio. It's the one, the only, Mr. Ian Lee! That's a great rehearsal, Alan, but when you do it on the night, could you do it with a bit of feeling and enthusiasm? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Beautiful. I'm just warming up. All right. Well, Alan, I look forward to it. I'm waiting for the friend request to come through. It will, it will, it, um, I'll tell you what, Alan, stay there, we'll go to a break and I'll see if I can do it now. Here we go. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Alan. The rabbit hole has sent you a Skype friend's request. Okay, I'm just looking on my Mac now. Add contact. If you wanna if you wanna have me on Skype, Hey Rabbit Hole Show is there. Hey Rabbit Hole Show guys. Have you got it, Alan? This really is cutting edge radio. Put a little message. No results found. No. I you well, you you sent me a friend's request. Okay. No you didn't. I sent you I sent you a friend's request to the address. Right, you can you find Hey Rabbit Hole Show? Is that capital A T Y? No, doesn't no, doesn't matter. All one word. Hey Rabbit Hole Show. Who's that? Who I just sent a friend's request to? Then sent them a rude message as well. Hey Rabbit Show. Ra- rabbit. R A W B I T. Yes. Yeah. Hole. Oh, I'm pointing, hey, rabbit show. No. That will be, uh... Be, be with you I shortly, John. I got it, I got it, I got it. You got it? 
Be with you in a minute, John. <laughs> OK. OK. What, what have you got, Alan? Um, well, one bit of hole. Um, well, hi, guys. Contact request sent. Right, OK, so... Sending. Um, um, here we go. Well, that's not... That's not, um... You're offline. No, I'm online. Oh, I've sent a friend request to the wrong person, then. I sent a very vulgar message. Um, okay. Oh. Yeah. I got it. Answer it, answer it, answer it. Uh, I can see you! I can see you! I can see you! There you go, I'm face up in that voice now. I wish I'd known you were naked and I would have not done this. No. Yeah? Huh? Oh, man, put the phone down, so I can talk on Skype. So put the phone down, Alan. We'll talk on Skype. This is great. Wagwan, yeah. Alan, Wagwan. Yeah, I'm broadcasting live in my bedroom. Yes, loving it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna periscope you as well. Oh, no, connection is too poor. I've got to connect to the Wi-Fi. So, Alan, so this is how you're going to be performing on Sunday via Skype. You'll be on a big screen, so everyone will be able to see you. We're, yeah. we're, hopefully, we'll have it set up so that you can see everyone else. Yeah. Are you all right, John? Hang on. John, are you okay? I've got a cramp. Oh, blimey. Okay. Well, just just walk it off, John. Just walk it off, buddy. Okay. Yeah? Just, just walk it off. What yeah, he's got a cramp. Uh, he's he's put the phone down. He's, can we get John back? It's important we speak to John. Um, so, Alan, this is how it's going to be. Would you like to practice using Skype? Practice your introduction for Sunday night's performance mm-hmm. ring. Okay, here we go. Good evening, Mucky Pop. I said good evening, Mucky Pop. Oh, he's working the crowd. Hey, welcome to the performance ring. Now, give it up for your host on Compare for the evening. You've seen him on Wise. You've heard him on Talk Radio. It's the one, the only, Mr. Ian! Jeez, Alan, you look like you're having a thrombo there, mate. Are you okay? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, definitely. Give it, give I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Now, you've introduced me. Now, you've got to introduce Catherine. You don't have to put so much into it as you do with uh, with me. Why? Why are we welcome? There is a wise. What? Eric Abbott. There is a costume. Oh. Please welcome Ian Whitehangel, Miss Catherine Boyle. I like the fact that you've likened her to Ernie Wise, the unfunniest man ever in um, in show business, Alan. That's 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 kind of quite good. Uh, and then what we'll do is. Um, I think maybe we'll start with you singing your song. Would you like to be the opening act? Yeah, I'd like to get it out of the way. Uh, get it out of the way. <laughs> Alan, why have you got the telly on in the background? No, I'm, I'm, after I'm finished talking to you, I'm going to listen to some Christmas tunes. Unbelievable. You know, you don't listen to the... Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah? You, you, you don't listen to the radio show then? I do. I, I always periscope it when it's when you did a periscope on the iPhone. Unbelievable, Caddick. Look forward to speaking to you on Sunday, boss. Get in! Tutty bye, tutty bye. bye. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. That is, um... <laughs> that is... <laughs>
Oh, there's one more performance ring in February. Um, and that'll be the last one for a while, for a little while. We'll do more, but just for a little while. Um, John, have you walked that cramp off yet, mate? Oh, blimey, that hurt. Yeah, it Gordon does. Bennett. Whereabouts was it? In the old uh, ankles. Ankle cramp? <laughs> I don't think you that's can get that. An- that's, that's one of my favourite bands. I've got their second album on vinyl. Um, ankle cramp on uh, factory records. <laughs> I don't think you can't get cramp in an ankle because it's not, it's, it's not a muscle. <laughs> Listen to you talking all philosophically and... <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a very wise, um, deep... Old owl. Oh, I'm a wise old owl. I'm a wise old Arab owl. Um, so, uh... An Arab owl. An Arab owl. Are you a, a Jew, a Muslim, a Christian or a Buddhist? Is this a, some sort of joke now? It, it will be a joke if you get the wrong answer. There was a Christian, a Jew, is that right? A yes. Buddhist walking down the street. And they walked into a pub and had a great night. What a fantastic example of uh, racial integration. Anyway. Um, Thank you, Bernard Wrighton. There we go, indeed. Of course, the, the wonderful Bernard Wrighton, played by uh, John Thompson. Um, what have you got for us, John? I'm slightly annoyed. Listening to Radio 4 Extra, oh. what did I hear? A programme about the wheelbarrow, right? Yes. Did they ask me to contribute? No. Oh. I was listening to it. It was it was going on about how it was not necessary to have a stable wheelbarrow. That is dangerous advice, in my I mean, opinion. Not to, to have a, you can have an unstable wheelbarrow, and that's okay. That's what they were saying. This is BBC. This is the BBC. Wow, that's uh, that, just, well. The BBC. We all know, we all know it's run by uh, paedophiles. <laughs> um. So and, and wheelbarrow people. Wh- wheelbarrow of files so it doesn't that's a new word yeah i know the abuse that wheelbarrow suffered at the hands of some of the bbc's top celebrities in the 1970s you wait that's the next big scandal um i did uh, i actually did another gig tonight it's the second one after performance room oh for those who don't know john is um part of uh, dredgeland i'd say he's about 36 percent of it and um, they, if you came to the first performance ring, it's all linking up tonight. It's almost like we've planned this. Um, he pushed the wheelbarrow around for about 20 minutes, and it was absolutely wonderful. Uh, how did it... What, what Did you do the same act or a different act? Same act, same act. With the wheelbarrow? Yeah. Oh, mate, how did it go outside a performance ring? This is what I was interested to find out. Yeah. Today. I was wondering. Yeah. It actually went really well. Did it? Yeah. Oh, that is... Br- I'm so chuffed for you. Absolutely brilliant. Well done. What, what was it like? Um, a kind of stand-up, open mic type affair. What was it? it? It was more like a sort of sketch night, and okay. uh, we we sort of fitted in quite well because the other acts were equally strange and had props and things. So yeah. it wasn't like stand-up, and we and we sort of fitted in. Oh, so brilliant! Very good. Very good. Oh, I'm really pleased for you. That's that's excellent news. Are you going to do more? Yeah, we're going to do another one next week. But Keska say, what are these golden tickets all about, man? Here's the thing. Here's the thing, John. The golden... Willy... You remember Willy Wonka, right? And he slipped... Yeah, man. Yeah, man. He slipped them golden ticket inside his chocolate bar, yeah? He wasn't Jamaican. Was he not? I'm not mis- in the film version. I've never seen the film. I've just read the book. I'm sure it says in there that he's, um... He's got a, a Jamaican accent. Uh, maybe uh, it's a long time since I've read it. Maybe I imagined it, or maybe it was written in by Byro. Um, Byro man. Byro man. I. Uh, was it, by, now Byro man 
is, um, I mean, is a huge star, but his homophobic um, comments, I think, really are unpleasant and unnecessary. There's, there's no <laughs> need. I thought, I thought he was like a really small superhero. Um, uh, no, that's, that's, I, I watched the Ant-Man film the other day. Have you seen that? I, I avoided that. I avoided oh, that. Oh, you're wrong to. It's brilliant. Is it? Yes, mate, it is. Unlike um, John Wick, which I watched half of today and was pony. You know what you've got to watch, don't you? You've got to watch The Hill from 1965. Have you seen that? It's uh, Sean Connery, and it's um, black and white, and it's uh, set in like an army barracks or something, isn't it? No. Oh. Yes, it is, actually. Do you know, I'm, I'm sure I started to watch it, like, about 30 years ago. <laughs> but got, it's not that long. Got, got bored of it. Um, is it you any got good? Bored of it. Well, I, I was a kid. Bleak ending. Bleak well, ending. I was. I was. I was a kid. You know, I wanted. I wanted um, to follow that bird. I wanted. Ah um... oh, man, I've actually started getting back into Sesame Street. Yeah. What? The uh, compilations, you know, on YouTube. Very yes. funny stuff. Yes. 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 <laughs> I'm not. But what about all these gold? What about all these golden tears? Can I have one? Um. Uh... Yeah, well, why not? I mean, because here's the thing. So you, basically, you've got to come to... Well, you've got to. It's um, If people want to come and sit in the studio on New Year's Eve, we're doing the New Year's Eve show. It's kind of an anti-New Year's Eve show, because I hate New Year's Eve. So I don't quite... So do I. I've, got, I've got bad memories of New Year's Eve. Um, well, maybe we can reenact <laughs> the abuse that you suffered <laughs> on oh, New brilliant. Year's Eve. And it will either... Well, it will either do... Do one of two things, John. It will either... Um, <laughs> Exorcise those ghosts. It'll be cathartic, or it'll make it like um, abuse plus plus. It's worth a go. It's got I mean? to. It's got to be worth a go, John, hasn't it? That's the attitude, my love. That's the attitude. And with your with your psychological oh, skills. Yes, yes. I used to be a better than Mariella Frostrup. Yeah, oh, totally. It'd be brilliant. Um, so basically, we're doing the show, and I'm inviting four listeners to come in. You've got to make your own way here. You've got to make your own way back. Bearing in mind, it's going to finish at one o'clock on New Year's Day, so there ain't going to be no cabs, guys. And we're in Waterloo. Uh, or near Waterloo. So, you know, and there's no lift home. If you're stood outside in the freezing cold at quarter past one, no lift from me or Kath. You're on your own, guys. That's it. Um, and um, people can come along. Um, and I was starting to get worried, John, that no one was going to phone in and claim a golden ticket. But um, no, no, sorry, no one. No one. Sorry. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember? Um, I don't do old kids TV, but. Do you remember a program called Nobody? Was that the guy, but it was like a ghost where you pulled his tie and he disappeared? I don't remember the tie bit, but I remember that only the children could see him. And there's a bit where... Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody's home. Nobody's home. No, no, it was definitely, it was just called Nobody. (laughs) Oh, okay. And, um, and another... And another, there's a scary kids program, right? And I bought this on DVD about ten years ago, and it, it was a bit rubbish. But um, do you remember this family had this house, right? And they discovered that an old bedroom. This is a kids TV show. An old bedroom had been bricked up. So um, Peter Salis broke. I think he was the dad. Broke through. Is he the voice of Wallace and Gromit? Yeah. 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 He smashed through. If you're typing on my screen, Kath, I've not been able to see anything you said all night. I don't know why. Um, he smashed through this wall and they um, ec- they kind of, you know, opened up this um, bedroom. 
and it unleashed terrifying ghosts that haunted the children and used crap um, chroma key do, special effects. Do, do you know what I used to find scary as a kid? Yes. The Young Filmmakers Competition on Screen Test. Do you remember the one? I did as well. Do you remember the one? And it gave me nightmares. It was a hand coming out of a grave. <laughs> do you remember that? They were all like that. <laughs> <laughs> they were all terrifying. Um, yeah, I... Oh, weren't old kids' TV programmes so marvellous? Give us a call. Your favourite... Your, what old kids' TV programmes made you cack your pants? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, John, you've got a golden ticket. Oh, that's that's very good. That's brilliant. Okay, I'm going to cut you off now. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee. Talk radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Don't forget, guys. Um, there is podcasts aplenty uh, available. If you go to iTunes, you can get them from there. And I do ask, if you go to get them from iTunes and you enjoy them, they're free. So could you, would you mind doing me a favour? Just, just, you can leave a review and, and five stars, four stars. Don't leave any less than four stars, that's hurtful. Um, but four or five stars, leave whatever you fancy, but four or five stars, stars is helpful. And um, if you just type a little review, it, honestly, it does us the world of good. And... Um, the chart position on iTunes is measured by new subscribers. So if you were to unsubscribe and then subscribe again, that would help. And um, it's a combination of new subscribers and um, reviews and ratings. And that helps bump it up the chart. So you might see um, some shows in the top 10. Um, and they're not getting maybe as many downloads as us, but th- th- they're getting people leaving comments and reviews and things like that. So it just it just really helps. You can, of course, get the podcast from other places, um, uh, Pocket Cast and um, y- your usual podcast provider. You'll be able to grab it from there if you type in Ian Lee and Talk Radio. Um, or just type in Ian Lee. Who knows what else will pop up? But if you're getting it from iTunes, if you could leave just a little review. I enjoyed this. This was silly. This was fun. Whatever. A little four or five star uh, uh, rating. It would help me immensely. Thanking you kindly. Gosh, so many phone calls tonight. Let's go to um, Andy. Evening, Andy. Hello. Hello, Andy. Hey, I can't believe Dredge got on before me. I'm the other 64% of Dredge left. Oh, guys, I, it's, here's the um, uh, organ grinder, and I was just speaking to the monkey. I know, it's unbelievable. I can, every time he beats me to it. Where are you, Andy? It sounds like you're falling down a hill. I'm rolling. Oh, in that case, that's fine. Is there anything more fun than rolling down a hill? I still do it with my children sometimes. It's wonderful. It is wonderful. Well, you're going to be my safety phone call on my walk home after this after the gig. Your safety phone call? Well, you know, when you pick up the phone and ring someone, you know, it looks like you're busy, and then people don't... So you don't get you. murdered? Yeah, oh, it went wrong. I, I, yeah, I can't help. I can't help with that. I'm afraid, Andy. I, I cannot. And this applies to all callers and listeners. I cannot be used as a safety phone call um, because if I hear any sign of trouble, I'll start giggling and I'll cut you off, and then you'll be completely on your own. Absolutely. What is going on with you? Are you? Are I'm you in a Radio Four play? I'm just getting in the house. 
Here he is, I'm back. Get in there. He's safe. He's home. Mum, he's home. He's safe. The boy is safe. Um, He didn't get murdered. Didn't get mugged. Wasn't assaulted. He's done himself proud. Happy days. How are you, sir? I'm all right, thank you. I've been a bit bunged up. Well done on um, your uh, uh, thrilling performance, John described it. He described it as um, blowing away the audience. Well, he would. Yes, I don't trust a word of uh, what uh, monkey. Says. What have you got for us, Andy? I've got an issue. I need, uh, I need, I need a solution. Uh-oh. You've come to the right place. Good. I was poisoned yeah. by television celebrity chef Mary Berry. What the heck? What happened? I went to the Great British Food Show. Yes. Very popular. And uh, I got up, uh, they invited me on stage. What? By, by chance. Yeah. And I ate her chicken. Sorry, is that a euphemism? It was breast. Okay, yep. Well, blimey, yes. A day later, that's it. Game over. Really? Two days off, two days off work. Very, very. She put, she put me on my ass, mate. Not good. Um, we should say for legal reasons, it's probably your filthy lifestyle. It's that possibly you down. my living arrangement. You do, yeah. you do lead a filthy, filthy lifestyle. It's the um, people I hang around with. Here's the thing, right? Mary Berry gets me so angry, so angry. She disgusts me, right? Here's another story in the paper, right? They're all winners. The loyal... And by the way, I love Mel and Sue. I think Mel and Sue are absolutely wonderful. So this, I haven't got beef with them. I've got beef with Berry, right? They're all winners. The loyal Bake Off ladies get their own shows on BBC. They refused to follow the money when the BBC lost the Great British Bake Off. And now the programme's former judge, Mary Berry, has been reward, and, and Mel and Sue have been rewarded for their loyalty to the broadcaster with new shows. Um, so let's see what they've got. Um, so they, Mel's got a talent show. Very good. Sue's got a documentary about the Ganges. All right. Um, and Mary Berry is presenting her own BBC One programme, Secrets from Britain's Great Houses. Right, here's the thing, right? Mary Berry still hosts the Great British Bake Off, but she hosts the American version of it. So she's not loyal to the BBC. She knew that she was hosting... um, It's called America's Baking Show or something. It's the same thing, right? She knew that she still had a big dollar payday waiting for her stateside. So she's not turned her back on the Great British Bake Off to be loyal. She knew if she stayed at the BBC, she'd get some crap called Secrets from Britain's Great Houses, which sounds awful. Plus, she'd get flown to the States, um, uh, not castle class, and get paid top dollar to host the show over there. Hollywood is the only one that comes out of this with any integrity. It's it's disgraceful. She ditched us, didn't she? She Yes. She doesn't care about anything else but the ready. She doesn't care. She probably did poison you. Just to, just to, she's going to try and poison everybody in this country one by one until we're all dead. That no is Mary idea. Berry's plan, and I'm not eating another thing that she cooks. I am with you on that, with, with proof. Well, I'm glad we sorted that out, Andy. Well, there we go. You've done me a service.
I'm happy. You have to do me a service later on. I'll explain what off air, as it's a little bit complicated and um, legally a little bit iffy. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Dana, Katia, Pablo, I'm coming to you in a minute, I promise. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We'll give away another golden ticket on Friday. No more golden tickets today, guys. We'll give away another golden ticket on Friday. It's the way it's the way the cookie crumbles, guys. It's the way the cookie crumbles. Katya! Hello. Hello, Katya. Hello. Oh. Um yes. I'm just calling about uh yesterday you said you were wondering if you could have developed uh, an allergy all of a sudden. Yeah, an allergy to nuts. Yeah, and the answer is yes. Yeah, of course it is. Right. Right? That's it. Is it? <laughs> is it? Where's Alex gone? Did, was Alex up for a golden ticket? Someone called Alex was calling in for a golden ticket, and they've just put the phone down. Oh, he chickened out. He, well, he could have he could have come on and tried to be persuasive. Mm-hmm. Well, oh well. No, well, well, I don't know if we you know if we want bottlers uh, coming in. I just don't know. It's uh, matter, but uh, you just hello muttering. I'm just seeing if I can say anything oh. else. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't really have no. much material tonight apart from saying be careful what? with the, with the, with the nuts. Because, yes. I was eating nuts yesterday, for those who missed it, and I thought I was going to throw up. Something Something changed. My tongue started sweating. <gasps> My tongue, mm. it started sweating. And uh, I, th- sh- sh- Katia, be quiet. Listen. Sh- sh- can you hear? Can you hear that, Katia? It's shuffling. Sh- sh- no. You hear that? Yes. What is that? Is the show haunted? Maybe, <laughs> maybe the show's got a ghost. Did you do that? I didn't. Honestly, I'm not doing. I'm not doing anything. Okay. Let's stop now. Hang on. Let's just wait. Cuckoo. What was that? Was that you, Katia? No. Did you do that? No. That wasn't me. Okay. You try and do it back. See what happens. Who's hello caller? Hello, have another guess. I know it's not. Uh, that's no, no. Uh, uh, I don't know. Oh. Sorry about the. Well, go on. Got wrong. That's not. You've given up too easily. If you if you can guess my name, um, I will give you my two golden tickets that Kath just promised me. I don't what? Want... All right, all right, Rumpelstiltskin. I don't want uh, the... His yes, name's Alex. Guess. I don't... Uh, yeah? Hello? Have a guess. Have a guess. Go on then, Katja. Yeah? Have a guess. Um, no, but I don't... Uh, I'm not... 
I'm not in. I'm just uh, ringing the Katia, are you stoned? Hey, you don't care. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. I just was saying, because what? you always say, oh, I can do something out of nothing. And obviously not, because I don't really have anything to say. I just wanted to say, to but save your life. Don't, d- don't Katia, I'm making, I'm making, I'm weaving gold <laughs> out of nothing. We did the nuts thing, then I made, then I pretended that the show was haunted, and now we're playing Rumpelstiltskin with a guy called Alex. I'm making, I am making gold. Don't, don't point to it, then everyone can see it. My left hand is kind of like spinning the magic wand while my right hand is doing the trick. Don't point to the right hand because everyone will see the trick. All right, yeah, Stop taking drugs as well, you animal. And stop taking drugs, Katia. I don't. Start taking drugs, start taking drugs and then stop taking them again. Yeah, okay. Anyway, I just saved your life. Katia. Well, you could thank, thank me. You've saved, you've, Katia, speak to Alex. Find out what he wants. Alex. Hello, hello, Alex. Hello, Katia. Mm. Um, uh, do, do you want to buy uh, two golden tickets no. uh, for New Year's Eve? No, I don't um, want to buy anything, thank you. Oh, eh? why? What, what? So, what is that? Are you are you making passing comment on uh, Ian's, Ian's company uh, uh, on New Year's Eve? What? What is it? What better? What better stuff have you got to do then, Katia? Uh, go to he's my. De- he's destroying you, Katya. Absolutely Can't murdering you here. Go, go and visit my mum, for example. Yeah, you, you really have been taking loads of drugs. <laughs> Who's going to go and visit their mum on New Year's Eve? Yeah, me. All year round, and then you're going to go and see them then. Exactly. When everyone else is having fun. She's a great fan, my mum. Yeah, I know, but she's a she's a right laugh. No, but I don't want your tickets, thank you very much. Oh well, you know that's a good job and all because I haven't actually got any, so oh. you can yeah. That's okay. That's a bit rude. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, wasn't it? it was but yeah, well, you know, I'm not I'm not going to apologise. I'll just huh? I mean, my intention was to try and get huh? two golden tickets myself, but all that's oh. happened is I've offended a French lady. Okay. Oh, I'm not, uh, Belgian. Um, we're not giving up, but the thing is, we're not giving away a pair of tickets. That's yeah. insane. What, just one? Well, what, well, who would you be bringing? My PA. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Um, no, the thing is, I only want lonely people to come to the New Year's <laughs> Eve show. So if, I, but it, so if then I'm giving out two tickets. Yeah. That means, well, why don't you just go and spend New Year's Eve with that person? Because <laughs> I don't like her. Well, why would you bring someone you don't like? Wow. Because <laughs> I don't think she'd enjoy it. Wait well, a minute, no. well, don't make a downer for everyone else. <laughs> no, 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 I'm making I'm make it up. No, ba- basically, yes. I thought you were giving out uh, couples of tickets, and I've just got my friend into your radio show, yeah. and I've been listening for, well, listening to you on and off for years. Yeah. Depending on what state I've been in, who's but, um, uh, who's your friend? Uh, she's just just a girl that I know. Well, it doesn't sound like you know her name. <laughs> no, she hasn't told me yet. Just, no, 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 I do not. Her name's um, Lindsay Lohan. 
Nigel put me in touch with her. Hang on a minute. Oh, by the way, this is what I meant to say earlier on. I knew there was something. The songs I recorded with uh, Nigel and the, Dan the DC DJ, they are mm. coming off iTunes in a, about five days. In five days, they'll be off iTunes. Why? Because it's more hassle than it's worth. Uh, so if you want to buy them, if you want to get them, get them now, because they're coming off of iTunes and Spotify and all of those things. Hmm. Uh, she can come, Alex. Oh, I can't. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. There. That is that oh, is the that's the master at work there. You've you've just um, um, been in lead. <laughs> what that means? I mean, nothing hurts. Yeah, nothing no, no, it doesn't. Be. It doesn't hurt, but it will hurt your mind. The more you think about it, she is very welcome. You're not. How's about them apples? That's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a fair apple. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not the, the exact bit of fruit that I want. No, 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 no. You wanted no, bananas. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, I can go and find my bananas elsewhere, can't I? Yeah, I suppose so. You can go and buy them in Lidl. Oh, I thought we were talking, like, metaphorically. Oh, I was, no, I'm, literally, I meant literal, literal bananas. Yeah, but there wasn't a literal apple in the first place. No, no, the apple, the apple was like metaphorical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's my rules. The apple was metaphorical, <laughs> the bananas are literal. Oh, fair enough. Well, I think, yeah, I, I mean, I could still have a good night of a literal banana or two, yes? Mm, yeah, I suppose if you, you wanted to, yeah, if you wanted to eat a banana or shove it up your ass, <laughs> I don't know, you know, whatever. Because you've got to be off out enjoying our apples, I can stay with bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is all good, Katia, isn't it? Oh. Is she still there? I'm saying goodbye. I just wanted to say goodbye. <laughs> what, well, that opportunity has not arisen, unfortunately, for any of us. Okay. Mm. Catcher, can I just give you a little bit of uh, advice? Uh-oh. Why? This, this, will, this, will no. go, this will go well. This is good. This is good. Just no. do, uh, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. If you wanted to go... Where? Instead of saying good- goodbye, all you have to do is try and get to your point, and Ian will cut you off like he normally does. Say that again, Alex. That didn't make sense. <laughs> all Katya has to do is she wants to get off the phone. Yeah. The- um, <laughs> JP Devlin says... Now, this is the thing, right? We've got lots of... Here's the thing, Katya. One- no. We have a lot of people listening to us who work at Radio 4, B- BBC. Oh! Radio BBC, you know, uh, listening to BBC Radio <laughs> Four. Um, a lot of people listen okay. to us from BBC Radio Four because the show sounds. Uh, and Pablo and Dana I may come to you after the news. We'll see. The show sounds frothy, right, and lightweight, but actually, it's very, very intellectual. Very intellectual, right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 clever, and it's even more clever. Because I make it sound stupid. Stupid, yeah. yeah. exactly, exactly. Right. So we get a lot of a lot of brainiacs listening. B- bookworms. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Testing, testing. One, two, three. Can you hear me? I can. Okay. Well, here's put up a suggestion for the show. Now, bearing in mind, I don't know if you've listened to... Um, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the show that he does on Sunday morning. It's after Broadcasting House... Uh, and before um, uh, before Desert Island Discs, or maybe it's on a Saturday. Oh, I guess so. anyway, he does he does a, he does a really good show with um, the Reverend uh, Richard Coles, um, and it's it's an excellent show. Right, the, the name escapes me. 
Saturday Live. That's it. Saturday Live. Thank you very much indeed. There was that was a, it was a trick question. Um, and his suggestion is: Could you give Katia yeah. a slot reading a short story every night? Even making that up? No, I'm, I'm going to retweet it now. There we go. Retweeted it. Now my answer to that would be: Well, couldn't you do it? on your radio show and his answer would be well no we're radio four it's a little weird it's not how how we roll so i'm up for trying that katia now you're having me on now i can't believe that it's true he said it so could you read a short story now now I don't, yeah, I could, but I don't really have my book of short stories with me. That's, uh, I'm in my workshop. I've got engraving books. Uh, so, but oh, I didn't know that we, it was short story for the time. Uh, I've got an advert. <laughs> There's an advert I can read. But, uh, are you? Are you making it up again? And I'm talking in, into the void, probably, like a lunatic. I am, I'm, I am, I am. You're having me on. Okay. Okay, then, bye. Oh, dear. And, and that's... Um... And that's and that's a no there, JP. I'm afraid uh, it turns out that she, you give someone a golden opportunity to break into broadcasting, and they let you down. G, hip hip hip. What, hip, what kind of cake? No, what shape is the cake? Oh, you're trying to you're trying to um, uh, subvert I'm from trying within. To mix it up a little bit because Mi- I've absolutely no idea what I'm talking to you about. Beautiful. Because I rang in like an hour ago. Yep. These things happen. Busy show tonight. Guys. Busy show. I had to wait, and then you know, you know, the woman rang me back and yeah. said, "You know, do you want to come on?" And yeah. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then I went, "Oh, oh. shit! Yeah. What am I talking about?" Yeah. Okay. Well, you've, so, luckily you've only got a minute and a half to fill. So circular. All the best cakes are circular. Um, well, I would have said that's carrot cake, but. I'd like to say that's red velvet cake. There's a, there was a thing in the paper yesterday that a slice of carrot cake, from uh, which my boy loves, from Costa, has got Costa. 14, 14 teaspoonfuls of sugar in. Yes. That's outrageous. Beautiful. And no wonder he goes nuts after eating it. Why is you ex- that you expect carrot cake to be quite healthy, but now it's got a load of sugar in it. Beautiful. Yeah, but how much sugar do you want in your life? Oh, I want I want my boys to eat loads of it. Send them <laughs> nuts. Much sugar you can give them. Exactly. Send them <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Send them home. There we go. Hello. Sugar, what? sugar, sugar. Yep, yep, yep. You had a bit of sugar right, tonight. Okay. So you've only got, you've only got a minute a left serious now. Serious question. Yes. Okay. So I just um, went and downloaded this um, Ian Lee live thing. Yes. That you tweeted about earlier. Uh oh. Now. As much as I love you. Yes. And I do. Yes. I expected it to be some kind of, you know, live stand-up yes. in front of the camera type thing. Oh, you idiot. Exactly. You're an idiot. <laughs> you're, you're an idiot. You're an actual idiot. Yeah, just for that, mate. I love you too. Thanks very much for calling. Um... It's not. It's sound. 
It's sound. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Dana and Pablo, you've been waiting far too long. It's been a busy night. I'll come to you after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. London pride has been handed down to us. London pride is a flower that's free. London pride means our own dear town to us, and our pride it forever will be. Oh, Liza, see the Costa Barrows, the vegetable marrows, and the fruit piled high. Oh, Liza, little London sparrows, Covent Garden Market where the Costas cry. Cockney feet mark the beat of history. Every street pins a memory down. Nothing ever can quite replace the grace of London town. There's a little city flower every spring unfailing, growing in the crevices by some London railing. Though it has a Latin name in town and countryside, we in England call it London Pride. London Pride has been handed down to us. London Pride is a flower that's free. London Pride means our own dear town to us, and our pride it forever will be. Hey, lady, when the day is dawning, see the policeman yawning on his lonely beat. Gay lady, Mayfair in the morning, hear your footsteps echo in the empty street. Early rain and the pavements glistening, all Park Lane in a shimmering gown. Nothing ever could break or harm the charm of London town. In our city darkened now, street and square and crescent, we can feel our living past in our shadowed present. Ghosts beside our starlit Thames who lived and loved and died keep throughout the ages London pride. London pride has been handed down to us. London pride is a flower that's free. London pride means our own dear town to us, and our pride it forever will be. Grey city, stubbornly implanted, taken so for granted for a thousand years. Say, city, smokily enchanted, cradle of our memories, our hopes and fears. Every blitz, your resistance toughening, from the ritz to the anchor and crown, nothing ever could override the pride of London town. Yeah, come on Honestly, you you want melodies and clever lyrics? No cow. It's a toss-up between that and Mad About the Boy, which is just Mad About the Boy. Um, what a subversive song it was written. I can't remember. What, I think it was written for a play. 
Um, and I, sus- I suspect in the play it was sung by a woman. Um, but of course he was writing it as a, as a gay man at a time when it was illegal to be gay. And he was just seen as, a, as an upper class theatrical, um, y- you know, slightly effeminate as, as, as we imagine theatrical people do, but not, not a homosexual. Uh, and of course he, he wrote it as a, a, a love song to a bloke that he could never say that he loved to, you know, because it was illegal. Incredible. No coward, honestly. Just, I, I, I just think he's, he, well, he was, he was a genius. He wrote something like a hundred plays or something, something ridiculous. He did this brilliant play called Cavalcade, right? And um, it had, I, I'm, I'm really trying to stretch my memory, so, so uh, I'm probably, but it had like a hundred and fifty people in it. In it, and it was it was, it was on a sh- on a ship or something. Anyway, uh, Noel Coward's absolute uh, legend. Um, Dana, hip 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 hip. Dana, hello, Sir Ian of Lee. It's How good. Are you? It's good to hear you recovered from your heroin overdose after the um, faux pas with Clapton. Oh, it was yeah. It, it, it was it was touching. Though. It was, yeah, touching it, was though. it was very 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 sad misunderstanding on both parts there, and, and Clapton's devastated. But um, I think the way the Metro reported it though was was very sensitive, and and they they made yes, the mountain quite a good light. Yeah, they did actually. I was surprised by that when I saw the headline. I thought, oh god, what have they done to her? Um, but actually, I thought I thought they they were very respectful actually, and I, I, maybe that's maybe that's the way journalism will be heading in twenty seventeen. A little bit I of hope humanity. So. Yeah, but I was a bit more a picture. I don't know where they got that picture of the me. Picture in the, was, the picture was was um, was 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 a bit. It showed your fun side. I wouldn't. Yeah, well, that's it. Well, it was the playful side. Yes. Um, and I hoped that by holding the rubber duck in just the right yes, position, everything was. It was. It was yeah. delicately uh, handled. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. we couldn't see anything. No, that's it. That's what it. have you got for um, us, Dana? Well, I've had to make a bit of a list. So, oh. one thing I was going to apply for a golden ticket. Well, fr- that, go, get Friday show. Gone. Friday show, well, guys. It's my, I, I, that's my first night of work. Oh, yeah. Is it? I well, start my job Friday night. Oh, blood. All right. Well, we're, 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 we'll be giving away a couple more next week. Yeah, so I will. I will. But no, I was going to say, um, I'm glad Caddy wasn't Dana, in the loo. Dana. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'll be honest. Only one other person, two people have called in for the golden tickets. One of them was John, who's got one. The other one was Alex, who's a bit of a knob. So I think your chances of getting one are pretty high. But anyway. Yeah, I'm glad Caddick wasn't on during the Periscope. That was really worrying. because. But at least he was in his bedroom, I suppose. And he was closed. Yeah, yeah, which is unusual for Alan. And. And the rehearsal was wonderful. It's yeah. going to be amazing on Sunday. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there and I can't wait. It's going I'm to really be, I'm hoping it. it's going to be like Live Aid, but not like Live Aid when The Who were playing and we couldn't hear, they were playing in London and we couldn't hear them. So we then had to cut to Philadelphia showing The Who where we could hear them. So I'm hoping it won't be like that. And also, um, of course, you'll remember The Who would tell you, you'll remember this. The I Who, the it, who yeah. hadn't rehearsed for it, hadn't played together for a couple of years and were awful. And Pete Townsend fell over on his ass. It was embarrassing. Ooh, yeah. He went to kick the microphone and he fell over. Oh, and he went straight down. He did. Awful, what, awful. What I'm hoping is... Um, between now and Sunday, I hope Caddick is laying enough string between the two cups, you know, one yeah. in London and one in, in Birmingham, I think it is. Yeah. So, and then hopefully he'll hold it taut enough so that we can hear him properly. Here we go, here we go. Kath, have a look at this. I'm going to show you. This is Pete Townsend falling over on, on Live Aid. OK. Because is... I imagined it being quite spectacular. It's not that spectacular. <laughs> right. But... <laughs> 
Oh, he looks good, doesn't he? Oh, he always looks good. He's a tiny man, though, isn't he? Yep. Here we go. Oh! Oh, oh embarrassing. Hey, but, but did you see what happened Spelled there? Spelled it out. No, no. But, 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 but watch, watch what happens. With, it's hard to see. Townsend's down. Then look what happens. Oh. Daltrey's down. Now, do you know why Daltrey fell over? Masking him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He did it Let's as all a, do it. He did it as he saw Townsend. Why don't you do that for me when I fall <laughs> I'm over? I'm not that nice. Townsend falls over, right? And I think he, may, I, I think he was having a rough time there. Townsend goes to kick the microphone down. And he falls over on his ass and in front of, well, in front of the, I don't know how many millions. In front of the world. In front the world. of the world. And straight away, Daltrey falls over and rolls over on the floor. Right, Dana. <laughs> here's the thing about me. I know that I appear I to be like the epi- epitome of grace and style and all that. But yeah. I fall over a lot out of nowhere. <laughs> Like well, I, I do. On a flat I, surface, I can fall over. Yeah. It doesn't even need, need to be anywhere tricky. Where did no, I fall? In, West, in, in Westfield last week, I sort of did a little slip and, yeah. and nobody came to my rescue. No, straight over. And I'll do the yeah. noise as well. So just in case I didn't catch everyone's eye. Oh, cats always fall over. People walking ahead of yeah. me get the whoop and everyone yeah. turns around and I'm over. <laughs> Ian never throws himself roughly to the ground. No. In sympathy. Never. I can't. I'm not as... I'm not as um, I'm not as delightful as Daltrey, no. who is an absolute gentleman. I just think that's the nicest. I just think that's such a display of. I mean, and they, they, they Townsend and Daltrey famously don't particularly like each other. Yeah. They just know it's a business. Yeah. Um, but he did that, so you know. He did that, but he didn't heave him up by his armpits like you do to me. So that's, <laughs> that's real well, friendship. Hope isn't it? next next time you do, <laughs> Ian will come rushing yeah. with his boots and he'll lay it down, and you know. So that you don't get muddy and he'll help you up. You know up. what? To be fair, he never laughs in front of me. Oh, because it's embarrassing. Oh, that, You've embarrassed me. Good. No, I'm that's always... Um, I, but I always warn you, if we're walking down the stairs outside the front, I'll warn you and I'll hold your your um, elbow. Yeah, you know, like an old woman or Britney Spears going up and down stairs. <laughs> that's me. Have you seen that video? I thought it was a recent video, but actually it's from about six years ago, of Tina Turner, who st- would still have been in her late 70s, mm-hmm. getting out of her car... And walking through the foyer of like a, a show, and walking through the audience with a meter space between each ankle as she walks. Have you seen that video? And <laughs> no, she's got to be like seventy-seven. Does she walk like that? She styles it. I mean, she's working it. She's really like, bow leg. House, house. What is um, uh, Tina? I love her. My um, auntie went to see her years ago, like the nineteen eighties. That she'd played uh, Woburn, and apparently they had this really high staircase. And in true eighties fashion, they dry iced the whole thing, and it was, you know, it, was, it was lit from below. So it was a bit like you know the fridge in um, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, that whole thing. So that's going on on the stage. And then all of a sudden, the music starts. Right, and you see these legs, and literally an, a meter space in between the ankles. She's coming down those stairs. Oh no, she's sixty in this. She's so limber. Not, isn't it's she? not so impressive. It's not. This isn't so impressive. Let me see. Because she's sixty. Here we go.
It's still a pretty cool entrance. She's not done that thing yet, though. She goes... <laughs> she shimmies to the side. Put your arms out. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Tina Turner. Oh, yeah. That's still a cool entrance. That's still a cool entrance. I hope we've not just activated the curse there. She's 77 now. <laughs> I love her. She is. She is awesome. You've got. You've got to love a bit of Tina. Seven? Did you say? Sorry, seven. Seventy-seven. Seventy-seven years old, Tina Turner. Ooh. So, and twenty sixteen. There's still a few weeks left. All the sevens. That's lucky, right? Uh, that's yeah, seven no, is lucky. Fine. She'll, she'll is be lucky. fine. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. But from what you were talking about earlier, yeah. If I have enough money, which I don't, no, I want to be cryopreserved. What? Oh, you don't. I would. Yeah, oh, I would. I would honestly. Dana. And you, you see, so you can either be full body cryopreserved, or you can just have your head cryopreserved. Yeah, because what they'll be able to do, what they'll be able to do in the future, is not only sew a dead head onto <laughs> a body; they'll then be able to reanimate that head and that body and bring them both back to life. Of course, they'll be, of course, they'll be able to do it in the future, Dana. Yeah, not well, a problem well, I might at get, all. I might actually then get a beautiful body. You see, <laughs> or you might be a head in a jar. Yeah, they might. That's, I've read, point, I've read stories like that. They wake up and it's like robot body. <laughs> There's a thing. Um, there's a. Uh, um, where's the thing about that? Everyone's obsessed with um, Mark Carney, right? The head of the um, Bank of England. The Bank of England. He's obsessed with sex robots. Right. Listen. <laughs> Daily sex Star robots. every single day has got a new. Have they got well, shares in sex robots? Well, it's um, it's the Sun. It's it's our paymaster. We uh, were, we were at the Sun Christmas party tonight. Well, the News Corps Christmas party. And were there sex robots there? Uh, well, uh, we saw Jeremy Clarkson and Michael Gove. Oh, pretty much near... You make of that what you want. I I didn't see either of those people. Future where even sex is done by machines. Well, it is kind of now, isn't it? You have... Oh, that's cold. Not not when I'm doing it and I get them warmed up. (laughs) You've caught a driverless... you, You have caught a driverless bus into town, downed a pint pulled by a droid, and eaten a meal cooked by a computer. Tomorrow, you will start looking for a new job because yours and many others is now being done by a robot. That scenario is not as far away as we may think. According to Bank of England boss Mark Carney, who this week warned 15 million Brits could be put out of work by a merciless technological revolution. Jobs that use maths, such as bookies and bankers, are in the firing line, and workers on less than 30 grand a year are five times more likely to be replaced by machines. Here we look into the future, the near future, to examine which industries are at risk. Here we go. Sex. And I've got to be honest, those sex robots look... Um, actually, they do look pretty horny. They do, but... <laughs> Although I, one of them is just a head. If, you go to, if you're going to a special sex robot emporium, like, and it's going to be reusable, yuck! Yuck! No. Ooh, plenty of wet wipes. Your, plenty of wet wipes. Your love life could be at risk as well as your job. So-called sex tech is advancing at an incredible pace. Relationships expert Dr Helen Driscoll claims interactive, motion-sensing robots are likely to become central to the sex industry in the next few years. She said some people would choose this in preference to sex with a less-than-perfect human being. <gasps> totally! you got a choice. You want the sex bot or do you want to have the lady? <laughs> the sex bot, please. Sex doll maker, Real Doll, is working on a toy that will blink, open its mouth and talk uh, to users. That's all you want. Oh, that's terrible. David Levy what and AI... What about the emotion? What about that? It's supposed it, to... It, well, 
You hold your horses. David oh, Levy. Got, I love you. An AI expert says that by 2050, robots will have the capacity to fall in love oh, shut up. with humans. Oh, it sounds painful. Sounds, sounds painful. That's not can, you imagine, can you imagine flicking through some app thing, you know, saying, well, no, yeah. I, I won't have that one. I'll have that one. Oh, that one's got two heads and a rotary whizzy thing. I'll what? have that. Well, there'll be a little, um, like a little nut at the side in case you want to tighten. Oh. Uh, or you just, if it's a fellow ro- sex robot, because your ladies will be provided for it as well, you just stamp on his right foot and it inflates. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it in real life, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Dana, thank you very much. 0344 Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hey, I'm Dennis. Good morning, Ian. You old softy playing London Town. Oh, God. It's, uh, uh, it's a good song, that, isn't it? Yes, because it was part of that business where they were, where a raid went on to Italy to rob somebody. What? A bonus. Wound up with the van, sorry, the lorry, sorry, the bus, yes. teetering on a no, no chance to get at the... Um, what? Why are you t- talking about the plot of the Italian job? Because they played that music in there. Did they? Yeah, because well, he was—he was supposed to I be know in jail. He was, but... it was saying he was supposed to be in jail. They, he worked out the system how to do this job. Yeah, no, Cal was in, was the, the the prisoner. It was the, the the sort of the brains behind the Italian. Right, yeah, and then at the Did end, they sing London Pride. Yeah, that was London. He was part of he was part of the music in there. I thought they sang um, "This Is the Self Preservation Society." Oh, yeah, they did later on, but when he was walking back to his cell, being one of the guards, oh. his paper and his toilet paper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's then, he's good, say, Noel Coward. I love Noel Coward. Yeah, well, they, they think they've got this bus teetering on a... Now, some kids, only about two or three weeks ago, they've worked out how to do it. How to get that stuff, save them. Anyway, that's beside the point. Hang, well, hang on a minute. What, oh, I know what you what, mean. What's he talking about, Catherine? Because I've lost the will to live. You know, at the end, you're wondering whether they're going to go down with the gold or yeah. whether they're going to manage... Hang on, hang on, lads. I've got an idea. Yeah. Yeah? Apparently... It was quite a while ago, Dennis, that someone worked out a formula for getting yeah. the gold and getting the. Um, well, it, it would be easy to. Well, you just have to. One of you has to slide down. Yeah. And get a bit of gold and chuck it back. Now then. I saw. I saw. Actually, I saw a video. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, last week, of some people rescuing a dog. Yeah. Using very similar techniques. You see this? A dog is stuck in the middle of like a river with like yeah. a really high concrete bank, right? And it yeah. was the water was, and it was this dog was just frozen, and so this fella climbed down very fast flowing river, climbed down, got the dog and got him to the side, and he couldn't get up. It's about thirty foot up, right? And so what? Um, so three other blokes then kind of lay themselves down, and one was holding one's legs, and then the next one was holding the next legs, and they finally managed to sort of haul the dog up, and it was, and I did think. That's the sort of technique that would work for the Italian yeah. job. I've seen yeah, I see raccoons doing a similar thing in a video. I don't think you can call them raccoons anymore. Yeah, you can. Um, anyway, Ian. Yes. Oh, sorry, Dennis. We're boring you, mate. Yeah. Let's oh, you know the Creole business. It was the table's to... been turned. Yes. Well, why don't they do like the the uh, bats do? A bat will hang upside down. What? Reduce its temperature to zero, mm. and it's got stuff in its blood which stops it freezing, and it'll stay like that for six or eight months until it comes round again in the warm weather. Okay. Now, why the hell don't they do what the bat does? Thanks for calling, Dennis. 
Bye-bye. What was he talking about? Cryogenics, I think. Okay. okay. Well, I was nodding and smiling for a lot through that, and I haven't got a clue. Pablo. Oh, no, hang on a minute. I've hit the wrong button. Pablo, sorry, I've kept you waiting for ages. It's been a very, very busy night. Pablo, what have you got for us? Um, well, one on the John Wick thing. I'm very glad that you didn't like John Wick. I seem to be surrounded by people who like that film. John I Wick, and I quite like Keanu Reeves, and it got quite a good rating on IMDb. And I was watching it thinking, this is the most humorless... This is the most humorless, soulless, miserable film I've ever seen. It was awful. Yeah, it was terrible. It was supposed to be some sort of, like, homage of a parody of a whatever, but it, it just it had no soul to it. It was just... Uh, it was tedious. It was awful. Tedious. Is, is everything all right, Pablo? A bit noisy there tonight. Sorry, it's just I've got to, my baby. I've, I've been on hold for a while, so I've had to... Uh, yeah, yeah, no, don't apologise. Is, is everything all right? Oh, yeah, yes, I've just... Uh, Got a bit of a snotty baby on the Have you sucked the snot out? No. No, I did that with my uh, my first one, but um, yeah, I've been not, not a, that a little bit uh, airing on the side of caution. Sorry, that's. Do you know? I never did that. I thought I saw those snot suckers, and I thought that was a step too far. You can get like a spray now, um, and it's I think it's made by the same people who do Calpol, and oh. it's just a, a saline solution, and that does the trick. You don't have to do any sucking. Yes, that, that's that's what we've been using with uh, with old uh, Benny Boy. That's awesome, isn't it? it just blasts it out. Yeah, it's, it's good, but uh, then I've started uh, on the whole helicopter parent side of things, worrying about his salt levels. Is it getting too much? Bit of Vicks, bit of Vicks, on the, bit of Vicks on the pillow? Not allowed. They've got to be, it's like two years old. You're like joking. Oh, well. Well, I, l- listen, I'm not, don't, don't listen to me, but. Snuffle babe, that's what you get. It's like Vicks. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just looking at the, I'm going to the real doll website. Blimey. I wouldn't mind a sex doll. Pablo. Ian Lee, I've had a child on my shoulder. Sorry. All right. Oh, look at her. <laughs> Cheeky. They need to do... They've done... They've got... Oh, God. Look at that one for $6,000. They've done... Uh, oh, that's a bloke. Um, they've got... They've worked a lot on the boobs. Mm. I would suggest they need to spend a little bit more time on the faces. They always look quite shocked. Well, you would be. Right, Torsos, doll oh. accessories, extra faces, transgender. I mean, it, oh. It, oh, gosh. You can just buy the bits. You can't afford the six grand. Yeah, you can just buy the no, bits. Just have a tenner's worth. Oh, gosh. Well, they just, like, took a, took a skin-coloured jumper into a pair of tights or something. <laughs> oh, God! Just put a face mask on the top. Save yourself a load of money. Yeah. Was there anything else, Pablo? Oh, yes. Uh, in regards to stuffings, cremations, I'm at a funeral myself tomorrow. Uh um, sunrise, sunset. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I was thinking an, an option that I've always wanted to go for is uh, stuffing. We could go for the oh. taxidermy routes, and oh, then that God. way you could only take up so much space, but it would be above ground, and you could be put on like a, a plinth, maybe outside your favourite place, saying this fella used to be here. Or you could do what we're doing with the elf on the shelf at the moment, and you could be put in a variety of poses, and you know, surprise well, your that's kids. It. I could be like one of those. Uh, what do you call them? Those. Those um, models, statues, you know, the artists who used yeah, to draw pictures. the living statues. Just have that, just like life-size version of that, you know, something for the kids to play with. Oh, God. You know? Horrible. Something to remember me by. They certainly won't forget you. <laughs> well, de- definitely not, and I'm going to have, uh, like, a fixed uh, rictus grin as well, so that'll be quite uh, 
Yeah, it'll be nice. The gift that keeps on giving it. I'll probably have to get my eyeballs replaced with marbles, but other than that... Or you, you go for something fun, go for goggle eyes. You want to get in touch with these sex doll people, the real doll, because I'm looking at this, and this is absolutely stunning. Let me see. Maybe yeah, they could turn just, you into a, bring... a sex doll. Oh, sorry, I've, I've just thought combining the two. Rather than actually using your body, just get yourself, as in memoriam, get a, a line Hang of on, sex Kath. dolls of yourself made. Yeah, you could do... Listen, I'm going to let you go, because I feel inappropriate talking about this while you're holding a baby. Oh, my God. That's, um, uh, Lady Bits. Yeah. Oh. That reminds me, I need to get, um... Don't. You're better than that. You're better than that. You're better than that. So that's Tanya. Tanya's $7,149. Good grief. Um, let's go. I want the most expensive. I'm going to do it. Buy cheap, buy twice. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Flipping heck. Um, let's find the most expensive one here. Because that's not oh, weird, is it? Natalie's. No, that's no, not. No, no, that's no. not the actions of a madman. Um, here we go. Here we go. It's you know, sometimes I Quinn. say you can be too honest. Yes. Wow. Quinn. Quinn is eight thousand and seventy-three dollars. Skin get tone. For that? Well, you get body A, skin tone medium, freckles, face and body, blue color, eye color blue grey, wig color strawberry, lip color custom. Um, let's have a little look. She's got French manicure. Pubic hair is shaved. Um, Do you know who she looks like? She is, actually. Just like Mrs Trump. Yep, yep. That would be fun, wouldn't it? I mean... God. Oh! Nice. I'm assuming the clothes are, are, are extra. Um, well, Christmas... Yes, they do. You can... You can Ed, Ed's asked a valid question. Do they have interchangeable, customizable parts? Yes, they do. Actually, you can, um, or you well, can like just a buy, Dyson. or you could just buy the part if you want. Um, we have no calls for the first time uh, in, in two and a half hours of of this show. The phone lines are empty, uh, so now is an excellent time to call. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh dear, I'll be t- I'll be tired tomorrow. I'm up early tomorrow. As it's my eldest's Christmas play tomorrow, which I'm looking forward to. My eldest to. doesn't do one. Really? Why? They don't do one in the final year of middle school. Oh. Because she's going to be in the pantomime. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, but that's like, you know, January. Uh, well, mine's got, got his show tomorrow, so we're going to go and see that. Then I'll go back to bed for a couple of hours, and I'll be picking the boys up from school. So it's a long, old uh, day tomorrow. So I'm all, I'm all fat again. I had to wear my suit today. Well, I had to wear a suit. I have more than one suit, guys. Come on. It's a nice suit. This is a really nice suit, although it's getting a little bit... I've probably got, like, two more dry cleans in it before I get a little bit shiny. Um, but because I'm, I'm put on so much weight, I can't do the trousers up. So you get two metal clips on the trousers. Well, I'm getting the furthest metal clip on the nearest mm-hmm. hook So because I'm a fat git. And I'm, I'm putting all this weight again. Oh, I hate it. Hate it. Yeah, but all this stuff about having ruined it... Just get back on again. See his motivation on. for, uh, for But the thing spin. is, that means I've done three weeks at the gym. Takes a while to kick in, though. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. I mean... In fact, if I remember rightly, I was going to the gym every day at one point, and oh. I put weight on. Oh, God. But I think that's muscle. Yeah. So there's oh, a bit of that it. going on as well. I hate it. Anyway. Um, Simon. Hello. Hello, Simon. I've not called in for a little while. Oh, what's, what's... After getting the sack. Well, you embarrassed yourself. Um, 
Well, but but you'd have I'd... taken that. Ah, I know, I know you, Simon. Not literally, but you would have taken that as an incentive to prove me wrong and to get stronger. So, what have you been up to for the last couple of weeks? Well, I've caused a bit of uh, international media storm the last forty-eight hours. I would say. Oh, why? By saying that um, Farage was up for Time Personality of the Year. I don't know who he is, um, but. Wow. I have literally, um, basically I'm a bit of a football fan, yeah. as you may know. Yeah. Um, I know but... And I put my football club on eBay for sale. Oh, yeah. Um, and in the space of three hours, it went from 99p to uh, £65,000. Wow. Is it still on, is it on eBay now? It is on eBay now, yes. Let's have... Uh, so it's yeah. called Basingstoke Town Football Club. Hang on, let's have a little, let's have a little look. See. Hang on a second. What do you mean the, it's your uh, football club? You own it? No, that's oh, the funny yeah. thing. The chairman didn't know about it, so I put it on there, and obviously it upset a few people. Oh, I can't see it. Are you on ebay.co.uk and oh, Basingstoke Basingstoke Town? Town. Yeah, I've, 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 yeah. Um, and maybe they've taken it down. No, it got back. It got, it's up there, right? Um, I and I was on the BBC on the BBC South Today program. There we uh, go, Basingstoke Town Football Club, £65,900. That's right. Collection only. Yep. <laughs> but if it's not yours to sell... Who really owns a football club, though? The owners? I don't want to... All the supporters. No. No, it's the, it's the owners. Is it, though? Yes. The clue's in the name. Definitely is the owners. Oh, hang on Plus. a minute. There, it's got debts of £2 million. Yeah. Right. So you're you're selling a debt of two million pounds for sixty five thousand nine hundred pounds. That good, does... I made a profit, haven't I? That's well, good. <laughs> but I don't I don't understand why eBay haven't taken that down. Well, it went down, and then I had to ring them up, and they relisted it because they took it down because it went up so quickly. Yeah. They thought it was a security issue. Well, okay, well, but I've been speaking to the media all week, all like week. But so, who gets that money? Really, I should get a percentage of it, shouldn't I? Well, Julie, can you make any sense of this? No, not really. No. Apart from the fact that people will buy anything on eBay, um, as evidenced by once my husband, as a, a joke to prove his point, put on. You know how people kind of put items on and then list it as rare. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Oh, wait, well, you, everything you list on eBay, you put as rare. Exactly. Yeah. You, you, collector's are you item. Of, are you aware of the um, of the saying as rare as rocking horse? <coughs> yes. Um. So he's got some shavings, like wood shavings, um, put it in a framed box, and said, "This is rocking horse mm, rare." Beautiful. And and um, yes, yeah, and it, some people bought it. This this is the uh, well I'm uh, I'm walking proof that people buy crap on eBay. Just go to my spare (laughs) room. But I don't understand the football club thing. It it doesn't doesn't make sense, and I'm I'm a little bit morally have problems with it. If I'm honest, what if it's bought by the Chinese, Simon? And they and they torture they torture the players. Well. I don't mind as long as they improve the club, really. Okay. So, oh, so is it? Are you making a statement because the club is pony? Exactly. Oh, okay, you're but, making a statement. But what, do, what do people get if they like? What do they get? They get a debt of two million pounds. Well, good luck with that auction. 
think it's just a bit of fun. I don't know. It's all good PR, isn't it? Everyone knows I'm a marketing genius. Well, I, <laughs> um, well uh, good, best of luck with it, Simon. Cool. Happy Christmas. Ta-ta. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy New Year. Let's get it right. I thought he'd been quiet. Uh, <laughs> Julie. Yes. What you got for um, us? Well, I've been looking at that uh, Real Dolls yeah. website. Yeah, I'm I just a bit, the link. They're, they're amazing. Yeah. But I've got a question. It's obviously uh, most of the dolls are for males to buy. They don't seem to be anything. But I've got... I feel a bit weird about the fact they sell just the torsos or just the bits. Yeah. Well, maybe you can't afford... But I don't know if that's just a man thing that it's not important, but... Well, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Are you saying that um, paraplegics can't have sex? Because well, they, no, the, they, they haven't got the arms and the legs. Well... <laughs> I do think, yeah, I know what you mean. It's maybe... But, but here's the thing. Maybe that some people get turned on by that. Well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm yeah. thinking, is that there's one thing that's saying, well, it's, you know, economics mean that I can't buy the whole body. Yeah. I mean, I look, you, can, you can buy a pair of feet for people who are so inclined. You can always cut out a picture from a magazine if, you, <laughs> yeah. if you're going to go down yeah. that route. Or, or maybe um, get the professor from yesterday to, to draw an imagined face. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Or, well, if you could, the thing is, if you can use a picture from a magazine, then you might as well just use a picture from a magazine. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. We're just trying to get into the minor. Listen, right, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys, right? Some people are lonely. Some people find interaction with real people um, impossible. And the thought of asking a girl out, God, oh, God, they just, just couldn't do it. The thought of even going and paying a real human human being for sex... You know, and 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 you could do it. So if they've got a spare six and a half, seven thousand dollars to spend, what well, who's to be grudge than that? Absolutely, absolutely. But if they had a, uh, one of these dolls, do you think that they would talk to them as if they were an actual woman? I bet they do some freaky stuff with that doll, actually. F- proper freaky. What the hell? And again, I'm not judging, but I just think, oh, the pillow talk afterwards is going to be a bit one-sided. Well, again, Maybe that's you what say that you say that as though it's a bad thing, right? Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where's the issue there? I'll tell you what, my issue with it is yeah. storage because I haven't really got enough storage to put my Hoover away. I mean, where am I going to put that? Just be in bed all day, be in bed. Also, already. You know, you when you've, you've always got coats and jackets, you could use it kind of as a mannequin, I guess. How do you explain that in company? Or just by the sink, <laughs> with the skirt lifted up, ready. Ready, 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 ready for action. Wow. Ready to go. You come home from work. Don't do the washing up, darling. Do this. <laughs> Re- you know what I'm talking about, Julie. You know what I'm yeah, talking I know, about. Baby. Yeah, you got it. I've got a dishwasher. Uh, well, um, I hope that's cleared things up, Julie. Yeah, perfectly. Thanks very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So, uh, oh, it's Douglas Chats. Hang on a minute. Um, right. Dougie Anderson uh, is coming on the show tomorrow. He's a friend of mine, and um, I don't know. I need to delete because I've done the wrong uh, thing. Uh, and he's a very funny man. He's got a new thing on YouTube, and we're going to talk about that. And we'll talk. We'll geeky about music and. Um, all that but he's had his um he's had his twitter hacked oh so he's got a new twitter so he's now on um uh douglas chats 
which I'm just tweeting. But he's going to come in tomorrow and talk about his... Uh, how does someone hack into someone's Twitter? How can someone guess a password? I suppose if they've been hacked into, like, Talk Talk or something, then they get they get all your info. I've answered my own boring question there, so that's... Um... Last 12 minutes of the show, dear listener, we have no calls lined up. How many calls have we had tonight? We've had loads. Okay. We had seven in the second hour. Right. Five in the first. Right. And I'll count the other ones after. It's been an all right show tonight. Yeah. yeah. It bumped along. Yawning. Can't stop yawning. Um, if you want to call, you can. Um, but for the last 20 minutes, we're only going to talk about Muslims, Brexit and Trump. That's it. In terms of phone calls. We, we'll talk about other stuff, but you can only phone in if you want to talk about Muslims, Brexit and Trump. Now, I don't understand this story. I'm not... Well, I, I've not fully listened to this story. I heard the headline and didn't believe it, so let's investigate it, shall we, in the dying moments of the show. It's a record. Sales of vinyl overtake digital downloads. Now, I can't believe this, so I'm assuming there is some caveat. Like, it's like on one specific day or something. Mm. It can't be in 2016 more records were sold than digital downloads. I can't believe that. Let's read more. The hiss and crackle of vinyl is making... Here we go. All right. Okay. I, I, I see what the catch is. Sales of vinyl overtake digital downloads. And I can see... Okay. I get the story. It's not It's not true. The hiss and crackle of vinyl is making a return this Christmas as record sales overtake downloads for the first time. Sales of albums on vinyl totaled £2.4 million last week outstripping digital downloads at £2.1 million. So more money has been spent on vinyl than has been spent well, on downloads. That makes sense, because records are more expensive. Records are like about 15, 16 quid. You want a new album now. Yeah. And here's the thing, here's the thing. And I know this because I work in the record industry. Most new records, people go, oh, it's rich sound, fat sound. It's not. Most new records are pressed from the same WAV files that C- the CDs are made from. So you're hearing the s- exactly the same quality as the CD. It's not improved by being on vinyl. It is the exact the same stuff. It's not, the, the set Records from the 70s and 80s sound richer and fatter because they're taken from the master tape direct onto the thing. These are the same compressed files that you get when you go on iTunes and you download them. It's the same thing. So buying, I will uh, uh, unless it's something by the Monkees uh, that I, I, I like. Even though I didn't buy the last album on vinyl, I bought some of the singles from it. But um, I, I, I won't buy a new album on vinyl because no. it's pointless. I mean, it looks. It, 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 some of them look nice. Occasionally, they will, but not very often. I saw that was uh, where was it? HMV are talking. About, I've got an advert at the moment saying that they're selling, you know, a, a turntable and you can buy all these amazing uh, records. And it's like, you know, Amy Winehouse stuff like that. They're all recorded digitally, so like you say, yeah. it'll be, it won't be any different. Well, it's not the, the way they're recorded. It's because you know you can still get a fat sound out of a digital recording, but it, it, it uh, but uh, bollocks. Uh, it's the first time this has happened since the advent of the digital download with the launch of Apple's iTunes website in the UK in 2004. The figures represent a dramatic turnaround for what was dismissed as a dead technology. Um, it's all the more... Oh, by the way, uh, I've got... Um, 
Well, we've got two. One one record coming out for Record Store Day on my record label, we think. We, you have to submit. The way Record Store Day works, I think it's March or April next year, you have to submit what you want to release, and they'll let you know whether they accept it or not. They turn some of them down, apparently. But fingers crossed, we've got a Stephen Page EP coming out. Uh, as part of Record Store Day, we've got we've got the tracks, we've got the cover. We just have to submit it to Record Store Day and see what they say. And it's it's brilliant. It's these four. It's an EP, so it's four little songs that he recorded, four short songs that he recorded for for a musical that, that that he did, and they're wonderful. We're also hopefully got a Davy Jones of the Monkeys single coming out. That's exciting. That's how that's our first um, uh, Davy Jones release. But we're just trying to sort that out. Uh, it, it is all the more surprising. Because albums bought on vinyl are considerably more expensive than a download. For example, the new live Kate Bush album is 60 quid on vinyl and <gasps> 17 quid on download. £60? Pounds. Adele's album 25 is 17.99 on vinyl versus £9.99 as a download. And the new Rolling Stone studio album, Blue and Boring, is £25 pounds on vinyl, 11 quid as a download. I mean... Uh, a lot has been said about the honesty of listening to music on vinyl with all the hiss and crackle oh we're going to bring the record player in on new year's eve that's what we're going to do we're going to bring the record player in and um we're going to play all the beds from records right stuff then i'm going to chuckle my records out a lot has been said about the honesty of listening to music on vinyl with all the hiss and crackle. However, it seems a significant number of buyers see them as a decoration or a fashion accessory. A poll earlier this year found that 41% of people who've bought a vinyl LP or single have not listened to it. Um, astonishingly, 7% of purchasers did not even have a turntable. Well, they're idiots then. Those people are idiots. Um... I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't quite the story that... Um, we were being encouraged to uh, to think it was. I knew it wasn't the story. I don't know. I'm, I am toying with the idea of having lots of anxiety dreams about having too much stuff and um, having to move and pack all this stuff. And I just can't fit it all in boxes and all of this. And I, d I do think I'm going to get rid of a lot of, of, of my things. I think that's the plan. I think that's what I'm going to do. What about if you put it in storage for a bit, see if you oh, miss it? God. Well, no, I won't. Well, it doesn't work like that, does it? Because I know that I still have it, and then I'm ending up uh, paying for storage as well. So it don't work like that, does it? Um, here's the mirror. Let's end on this. Christmas advice. Oh, I'm suddenly very, very tired. Uh, mum's tips for Christmas success. Mums have revealed their 20 best tips for a Christmas day of peace and goodwill. A quarter told uh, they, re they recall six terrible Christmas days. One in four rated themselves excellent hosts, half as good, but one in 20 admitted being not great. Spokes... Gosh, this is a name. Spokeswoman and mum of two, Faye Mingo said Christmas can be stressful, especially with excited children running around. Get organised so you can concentrate on having good old-fashioned fun. Here are their top 20. Oh for, oh, for God's sake. What paper is this? This is the mirror. Jesus. I mean, Why is it just are... the mums? 
You might have less trouble if it's just... 20. They've got some help. Plan your TV schedule. All right, that's excellent. 19. Everyone out of the house for an hour while you're cooking lunch. What? On Christmas Day. You don't go out of the house on Christmas. It's only in the last few years we've started going for a walk after Christmas lunch. Up until the, the, I was in my mid-30s, would not leave the house on Christmas Day. Or Boxing Day. I thought it was weird. By ready peeled sprouts. Oh, come on. Number 16. What, what year was this? No, it's 2016. Never allow mother-in-law in the kitchen. What? 15. Have low expectations in terms of your own gifts. <laughs> I've told everyone I don't want nothing. I don't want anything this year. I don't want anything this year. It's just, again, it's just stuff, isn't it? It's all stuff. We've all got too much stuff. And it would just be nicer if we didn't have so much stuff. So I don't want anything. I'm not saying that, oh, oh, you got me something. Genuine, I don't want anything. I don't want any books or any CDs or any of that stuff. If I need it, I'll, if I need it, I know a man. I know a man. Uh, never mix your drinks. Never allow politics or religion to be dis- discussed at the dinner table. What? On Christmas? Some people are religious. It's Christmas. You, never, you know his on. birthday is? Not today. Come on, guys. It's... it's Wow. Um, everyone else does the washing up. I think that's fair enough. If you've, if you've cooked... Well, yeah. yeah the, 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 it's, it's, it's the guy's jobs. It's the guy's well, job. I don't really understand why the woman is in there on her own. Well, because it says the rules. Everyone's got to be out of the house while you're cooking. <sighs> don't let... I'm not doing it. Oh, this is nuts. Don't let the kids up before 6.30am. You can't yeah, you stop try. them. We can do strap them to the beds. Flipping heck. Make a note of who's given which present. Yeah, that's, that's good. We do that. Yeah, we do thank that. you notes. Yeah, thank you notes. We do thank you notes. Never buy cheap crackers. Buy cheap, buy twice. That's going to be the title of my autobiography. Put champagne in the fridge. What? what? Gosh, someone has been... Uh, someone's been damaged. Never open old wounds with family members. Gosh, someone's had some right humdingers of uh, a fight on Christmas. Number six. Not too much chocolate before lunch. It's Christmas! Shut up! Chocolate for breakfast. Chocolate? Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. Christmas breakfast is a fry-up. Is a full English. Is a full-set breakfast. It is fry-up. Beautiful. Uh, I will will settle for scrambled egg on toast, but it should really be a fry-up with bacon, sausages, fried slice, beans, mushrooms, Oh, used to go uh, uh, Christmas Eve. Used to always go for a greasy spoon, big, big fright, beautiful. Um, and and Christmas dinner, you're you're supposed to be stuffed by the time Christmas dinner comes. You say, "Oh, I'm never going to finish this." You will. You'll finish it. Sit. You, you'll finish it. Don't forget to call elderly relatives. Number four. Don't overdo it on Christmas Eve. These are these are awful, and they get worse. Number three, make sure your partner is at hand to help at all times. Can I help you, darling? Number two, don't forget the pigs in blankets. <laughs> what? That's an actual thing on its own. Yeah. What about don't forget the turkey? Don't forget the carrots. Pigs in blankets. That's that's a horrific name, isn't it? Because yeah. it's basically it's dead pig wrapped in dead pig. pig. Well, you know, I've got a funny thing about putting chicken in the same um, supermarket bag as eggs. Yeah. Yep. yep. Wrong. 
And the number one tip for Christmas from mums is prepare the veg of the day before. Well, that was... Uh... Wow. Those mums are a hot a hoot, aren't they? Those mums is crazy, I tells you. Right. That's it. That's your lot. Tomorrow, 10 o'clock, Dougie Anderson. Um... Friday, I'm tempted for the first two hours on Friday. New callers only, I think we'll do. You, you, you have been warned. First two hours on Friday, we'll do uh, new callers only, I think. We may do it for ages and just not got round to it. So we shall do that. Um, don't forget, you can download the podcast, dear listener. If you do it on iTunes, do please leave uh, a cheeky little review or, um, five stars. It was all very helpful. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Ed. Good night. Talk radio. Join the talk nation. Pick up your phone and talk radio. We'll get you talking.